0: when you have the shot of uh pee pee and vv whoa Whoa. come on come on yeah but when you when you have the when you have the the this like (laughs) it's
1: cock and pussy yeah well when you (laughs)
2: Do it, do
3: it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. it. And that's our song, thank you, Steven. Uh, Today we've got an awesome, awesome film, one that everyone loves, Uh, literally everyone. It's not controversial, it's just ubiquitously hailed as a great film by everybody. Lars von Trier's 2009 Antichrist. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> uh anyways, so I guess it's time to, you know, give our opening thoughts. We've got we're joined. Everyone can go down the list and just quickly say hello and your name. Whoa. And then after that we'll do the then after that we'll begin in the same order that you began with the names <laughs> with with uh with your opening thoughts. So <laughs> everyone want to introduce themselves?
0: I'm John. I'm Stephen. <laughs> oh, I'm Brody. I'm Jacob i I'm Troy.
3: Yeah, beginning with uh John, how you what do you think of this film? How are you doing?
0: Um, this is the second time I watched the movie. This film, and I like it a ton. I've I don't know, all of Trier's movies are always hitting so hard. Um, this one Starts to confuse me at a certain point, like uh, I don't know certain certain symbols being thrown around and used and stuff. Like start to lose some kind of coherence for me a little bit. But um, overall, this film freaking slaps. I like this movie a ton. Uh, yeah, it's a good movie.
3: Yes. I kind of, I basically agree with that take. Uh, awesome movie. Definitely. Definitely feels like a. Uh, feels like you're really getting an insane fucking experience when you're when you're watching this film. You know, like uh, not just in content, but like, in the amount of, types. I don't know, like, the, the way things are presented to you, you know, even just, I mean, the classic trio with, like, chapters, with, like, the artwork, and then, like, mm-hmm. the opening shot being just, like, music, epic, black and white, and then these insane scenes of huge suspense and, like, terror, and then these dream sequences, you're getting, like, everything, you know, you're getting so much in this film, uh, I think that's super cool. Uh,
4: dude, this shit was hella-based, hella-epic. I'm so glad to be back on Trier. Uh, you know, I really agree with John, except for the part where he said that the symbolism is lost on him. Nothing was lost on me. Yeah. I understood it completely. Fuck John. And by and by that I'm that was a lie. Um, but it was still awesome. And, you know, even if I didn't understand the symbolism like intellectually, I'm sure it was like embedded in me, in my soul. And I understood it like on a deeper level than I could actually put into words because that's what film can do to you. Uh, Okay. Go ahead, Jacob.
5: (laughs) Yeah. At this point, just parroting what you guys said, it's crazy, crazy movie, tons of civil symbolism. (coughs) Um, It, uh, like I got, I had chills for like half the movie. I was, I just had chills the entire time.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could have put on a
5: jacket so true yeah but uh yeah i i also was like writing stuff down because uh seemed pretty significant based yeah
4: based and no pill
5: good movie
0: no, no i feel like i should start taking notes right after the movie i don't do that and i feel like i should just always not even just like for the podcast but just in general seems like a good idea just take
3: some mental notes <laughs> yeah this yeah. movie
1: <laughs> rocks this movie is so fucking awesome. This is awesome. I love it. It's awesome. So hyped <laughs> on Jacob having chills. John committing cringe by not understanding the film perfectly. <laughs> Everything. This movie, I the first time I saw it was with another person. Classic mistake. And mm-hmm. uh, this is just, you know, just my experience of it was incredible. <sighs> the film's incredible. I'm so hyped. And it's just overall... So true. And Uh-oh. uh I'm ready to drop nukes. But um this I'm going to I'm going to drop uh I'm going to drop a nuclear grade score on this.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: I'm going to go ahead and say right now, right now <laughs> that I am going to be taking the sides of all the ladies of the pod of the fan base. I'm on your side. Uh, <laughs> That when these guys speak up and say some absolute bullshit, I'm not gonna stand for it like all those other podcasters will. I will mm-hmm. call them out on their bullshit. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to I just wanted to let all the um femme uh and femme identifying, you know, listeners all know all the all that the, I all am, the that I am that I am anti man uh <laughs> putting their fucking dicks
5: in 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 all of our mouths. Um, Something that confused me was, like, who's in the wrong here? You know what I mean? And, uh, like, I I was... Because at some points it seemed like the movie was, like, uh, you know, kind of, like, feminist and trying to to give uh, a feminist side of whatever, you know? But then, obviously, she's, like, totally insane, witch, demon-possessed, so it's, like... She's the Antichrist. Women are
1: evil. evil. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let me just say women, men, I love them all. All right. So this film is
3: proof that women are evil. Um, The
1: greatest anti woman thing ever. Take that shit back right now. (laughs) All right. It's so awesome. I already told told all the
3: listeners I'm not going to stand for
1: it. You better retract that statement right now. It's so funny, Trier, when he talks about this, he's like, I don't think women are any more evil (laughs) than men. I just <laughs> this was just what the movie you know, he's so like I, it just and, ended up this He way. seems <laughs> he just seems so nervous about uh being perceived as a woman hater. He's like, Look, I made yeah. what dude, how
4: do you how do you make a film like this and then be afraid of being perceived as a woman hater? I don't know if
1: he's actually afraid. He just seems nervous in interviews and stuff. Alright, what's this film about? This is about man versus woman. This is about chaos versus order. This is about Modern psychology versus old school self narrativization. This is about anxiety. Is it real or is it in your head?
2: Mm hmm.
4: Oh, that's all pretty true, dude. It's so
1: true. But overall, this is a movie about pain, grief, and despair. Mm -hmm. True. (laughs) Okay, I don't know. What should we do?
5: Feed, I don't know. Feed, like, do, should we do a symbol recap? Should we do <laughs> some do we recap? Symbol feet. recap. Symbol I have mode?
1: notes. If, yeah. if if we're at a lot of I,
5: I also I wrote down all the shit.
1: I mean, I love. Um, I, oh. I love that he's the modern psychologist, right? Yeah. He's this like rationality mm. thing, and she is based.
4: Dude, I, at the at the be- at the beginning, I thought he was the antichrist because you know he was like, yeah, he- because he's being annoying. He's like, I fucking love science, dude that all that story stuff God, that's not real it's all about science and i'd be like this guy's the antichrist you know mm-hmm. i hate the antichrist yeah but then it, is. it turns out that it turns, out, it turns she... out that woman but i yeah i thought he starts off more
1: based he's like get off the meds that's so cringe you can't you need to embrace this thing you're experiencing um yeah but that's but then yeah. he's like yeah but then he's like that's all just in your head
0: yeah, yeah, at the beginning you're like you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Like he's going to like help her like confront this thing head on. Like you think he's so sick and then yeah, and then it just slowly starts to break down cuz yeah, he keeps like being like, "Yeah, look, it's just not real. Like you're just being scared of nothing." And then he gets consumed by that which he thinks doesn't exist.
5: Yeah. Hold yeah. on, let's and be he- clear. She's she's not the who's the antichrist? No one. She's good she's question. Not, she's Very not good the question. Antichrist. He's not the Antichrist. No. I'll tell you the answer to that question later. The, but the, kid, I mean, <laughs> the most obvious thing is the kid, right? And like, I don't
2: because know, because
5: he he the the death of the kid it like spurs this whole like crazy uh, experience and all of her her mourning and stuff. And uh, they went to like Eden together. You know, and uh, like her and the kid before they went to Eden alone and his feet were all malformed, like kind of like some demonic stuff.
3: But she fucking did it.
5: She deformed his feet. Look, I just want to say,
3: though, uh, what was it? Damn it, dude. Dude. Uh that's right. nature is the Antichrist. <laughs> no, Saints no, strange. Yes. Please, please, can we just woman nature? What was said before Jacob? What was said before no. Jacob?
5: Uh you said so, you were gonna tell us who the Antichrist is. Before that.
3: Before that. Before that. Nah, you, you, Jacob is my lead in about. for an actual you guys team. You
5: we're talking about the psychology and Psychology.
3: Right. Thank you. The uh the uh the scene. That immediately comes to mind with this whole psychologizing thing is when uh it's he he says, I'm gonna play your fears and you're gonna play rationality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how he literally just gives up on the game like a few sentence like a few questions and answers in, and then he tries to become like the rationality again. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's like he told he can't adopt her role no matter how hard he tries, you know. He's trying to be the more narrativized, you know, fear or whatever. No, instead he becomes he's like uh he's like, was it I you were supposed to do this. Don't you see how irrational you're being? You stayed in the shack and convinced yourself it's you. Don't you realize? And it's like, you're not the fear anymore. Like you're just taking on the rationality side, you know, literally just swap. So I just thought that was super cool. Um, Yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, I think that's a huge (laughs) turning point in the whole spiel because that's when he, like the whole thing, right, is like his attempt to uh, be her therapist, right? And sort of impose his, attitudes about the world and his masculinity onto her right and he takes her out to eden and then this is all some like battle of the minds and it's like revealed later that she was and she would like i don't know i'm kind of iffy on the degree to which she is trying to give herself to him to be helped versus whatever but she seems to indicate later that she was lying about everything and it was all sort of a ploy to get him out there so she, she could kill him she was drawing him in yeah just drawing him in so I was always like you know to what degree is she a willing uh patient but um but yeah I feel like when that happens he like snaps you know and I feel like that's a huge turning
3: point because that's well, what he's like I'm I actually here. well he, yeah it is a turning point in terms of his uh yeah, yeah the, the uh how how he views her or the relationship but it's still but it's not by defying the already established roles like he never like he 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 is fed up with it at that point or something like that as he comes to this as he does this investigation you know but like uh he he still remained like the rational man science guy uh even even to the end or male logic i'll just say male Mm -hmm. logic um Like, you know, and he and then he departed from her. And I thought that's what was so cool about the scene is that that like he literally is trying to not be the male logic like he, you know, explicitly is trying not to be. But then he falls back into it because it's like part of his nature, you know, Mm -hmm. like he can't he can't help but become the rational or whatever. Yeah. He tries to assume the role of nature, i.e. her. Yeah. And uh, but
4: then he falls into his own nature. Can't do it. Right. And he right. can't do it because yeah. of nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's when it really Pretty unravels. Extremely based. Extremely based.
3: <sighs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think I actually think the movie is way down by uh, by this loot. You know what, John? I I'm kidding when I say way down. But John, I'm 100 percent on your side about the loose imagery, loose connect, like how it gets a little muddled. I don't think it's. I think it's. I think there's something really unsatisfactory about how she ends up actually being schizo insane and how she's actually like evil like it it turns like this really complex thing into like it. it I feel like it almost undermines the first two thirds or something like that now it's still epic and awesome like and I still enjoyed it so much but something about like the actual tr- like capital T truth actually gets undermined by how truly psychotic she is or something like that but the narrative is still compelling because of it but it's like it loses some other quality what's everyone's take on that
0: um i mean yeah i mean that yeah that that's like a little bit what i was referring to when i said that um but yeah i don't know i don't i don't really know i don't know i don't have i don't i, I like i don't know too much like what to say cuz i don't know if i'm just like uh uh kindling like the like, my, my doubts about the film or something like that when I should be, like, <laughs> trusting it, you know? But, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't have a ton more to say rather other than just that, like... I did, like, have my reservations about it at that point. Like, it wasn't... I, I was... I found myself less invested after she goes totally schizo insane and was revealed to be insane the whole time um yeah though though i don't think though i don't think insane the whole time like before is brought up that she like maybe she was intentionally like like she just was trying to get him out there or whatever you know but it's like i don't think i mean i think she's like possessed by whatever this like this like concept of like nature and stuff and her whole like thesis what it ends up being or whatever, but like women are evil and stuff. And I think she's like possessed by that, but I don't think that necessarily means that she's like totally just lying the entire time, you know, like in, in a direct, like, yeah. Conscious sense. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Not in a conscious sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hypnotized. She's hypnotized, yeah. Hypnotized. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. And they even mentioned that. Yeah. Well, I even... or he, yeah. he denies the plausibility of like hypnosis but i mean like i think it's very clear that we as the viewer ascribe like a level of like hypnotic approach she has to things in light of all this stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah. and, like the idea um, of witchcraft and stuff
0: if, if i can say one more thing um look i know everyone hates when we talk about what the director <laughs> has to say oh okay i
4: thought you're gonna but, say something else but when it <laughs> but when it but when it agrees
1: with what i think point. about the <laughs> no
0: but but this is this was something that like it not necessarily explanatory but is i don't know just like it like puts the puts the film in a slightly different light especially with like the dedication to tarkovsky at the end which i always thought that is, really interesting that this is the one this is the film that he does dedicates to tarkovsky which I think there might be a whole plethora of reasons, but one, one of which is um, uh, in an interview he talks about like the way in which he um, came about writing it. And he said, um, he said, I invite you for a tiny glimpse behind the curtain, a glimpse into the dark world of my imagination, into the nature of my fears, into the nature of Antichrist. I suffered from depression, I couldn't work. 6 months later, just as an exercise, I wrote a script, a kind of therapy. I did not follow my usual modus operandi. Scenes were added for no reason, images were composed free of logic or dramatic free of logic or dramatic thinking. They often came from dreams I was having or dreams I'd had earlier. In any case, I can offer no excuse for Antichrist. So, That's I thought that epic. was kind of interesting just especially in light of something like Mirror by like Tarkovsky. And, like, kind of the quote-unquote dream logic or something and, and the, the primacy of, like, images over, like, dramatic logic or something. Um, which I just thought that had bearing on what we're talking about, like, the, um, like, internal logic of the symbols. Like, I don't know. I, I never felt like I had a total grasp on, like, the system or something like that. But, yeah.
5: Yeah. I can just add my piece. I think that like uh lots of like movies that we watch kinda it you know like I've had it before where like I'm in love with like a certain concept that, that they're trying to uh develop in like a movie, but then uh the film just goes in a completely different direction or like things like just become insane, you know. Like where, where something is, is interesting on like a, like, Ooh, psychological basis, like, Oh, like what's going on inside their heads. Like we're really getting, getting to the heart of these concepts, but then like someone just, yeah, just goes insane or, or there's like tons of violence or something that derails all that. I'm that's something that's like pretty typical and usually it frustrates me because I'm, I was more interested in like the exploration of the concepts but in this movie it felt like more appropriate just cuz like a pal uh like the arc of everything it just felt like it it made sense for right. the for a movie called antichrist to like devolve into some like demonic yeah uh uh like debaucherous sort of thing
3: I, yeah i do just want to clarify like i totally agree with that and that what i meant and what i said at the very end but i didn't like uh make like super apparent or like clear was that i do think her like going full schizo was actually super powerful like narratively and we could say the image imageetically but it's like the image is like part of the narrative or whatever like it it fits so well especially accompanied by the fact that we got this investigation you have this like suspense you know and like that's what contributes to like some chills is like You have this like intense suspense as he's going through the attic you know and like discovering all this imagery you're like oh my god shit's actually crazy shit's actually crazy you know or something like that It becomes like material um like material reality um and uh and so like at no point am i like thrown by it it doesn't like it's not like this um it's funny because it doesn't come across as like a surreal level of violence because the whole movie has been like appropriately ramping up to those moments you know it's like insane, it's intense, but it's not like it really it actually doesn't feel like a dream to me. So even though Trier like says he got inspiration from dreams and stuff, which is cool, like he did he the way he approached the film, it seems like I don't I never feel like it's not like a Lynchian film, you know? It's not like we're just watching images that don't like that cycle in and out like a dream and stuff and, and they've got some sort of like internal logic but not not really, it kinda of fades a little bit. No, no, no. This this feels like it was a like a it, it really felt like a cohesive product you know like he he put it together yeah and maybe that's it, just all, it all was coherent yeah it doesn't yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't like sense. not
0: go anywhere or something like that like like uh yeah. ideas are developed
3: yeah
1: this film's a masterpiece everything fits right exactly where it belongs Okay, yeah i think this uh i think this whole oh the movie was really going good and in investigating these ideas and then she just goes crazy i think this is a bit uncharitable also, I don't think anybody's exactly. No saying that I know I'm. I'm characterizing it poorly. I think but you're being. I think, yeah, I think, I think you're, you're being uncharitable. Being uncharitable well, I'm, to us. I'm being uncharitable, <laughs> yeah. but also I don't think it's unfair to say that everyone is talking about, like, sort of a divergence from, like, some type of, uh, more abstract discussion of some concept, and then like narrative, you know, excitement and entertainment and like proper filmmaking execution. No. No, what are you no. just talking so about? She think, just starts. So, everyone keeps talking so about. She's I'm, going not crazy. Saying, she I'm not saying. I'm not saying she just. I don't. But I want to push back in general on the whole "she goes crazy" thing.
3: Like I feel uh, like it's I, you know going I think I think I think as it becomes part of the narrative, like that she was crazy the whole time, mm-hmm. and that she is implied in the death of the kid. Mm-hmm. Like this all, this 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 uh, in the way that uh, what's it called? The um, the gaze can like can like retroactively make everything super powerful because it's like whoa, oh my god, it, it changes everything. This was a gaze moment when he's looking at the when he's coming to the realization when he's looking mm-hmm. at the uh yeah, the pictures and stuff. And it and it makes things powerful in a suspenseful way, but I actually don't feel like it makes it like it like it's it's just uh, narrative woe to me. It's not actually like conceptual woe. Because I thought like woe is in woe like yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like and you know it's still really good and stuff I don't mm-hmm. I just don't see because that okay, go that
1: on. seems like a that statement seems totally in line with mine where you see uh, a separation of this thing serves as a narrative woe but not some kind of uh, conceptual yeah, woe it doesn't it th- doesn't serve a continued progress in some conceptual discussion of man woman nature religion whatever it is
3: uh yeah the the only reason I bother saying anything is because I don't think he's trying to do that I mm. think he is making the best story possible given the images he has and stuff and what he's working with you know in his mind not just like a point mm-hmm. but like inspiration wise he's making the best product he can like best way to put it into something mm-hmm. and that I'm just qual I'm just describing the Effect it has not on its like Mm -hmm. intention. So There's like a difference there. I think he is trying to explore In greater detail like the concept through the like, uh you know, the the chaos that like ensues like and how crazy things get Mm. But I'm saying that the effect was not a greater discussion So I'm like I'm not like Mm -hmm. being like this uh crazy charitable person to God, Mm. you know, whatever (laughs) i all right, I understand I mean I think there's still awesome. yeah,
1: I think I agree laundry. with everything, except I think it does lead to a progress and some kind of discussion, and I guess one way to put it is I think it's like two um like the the idea that she goes crazy, I think, should be like interrogated further, like does she well, she's been crazy what is she crazy? Like, I think, um, I see in general, in terms on, like, the man-woman front, uh, I see, like, the general arc of the story as, one, like, let's, let's consider woman in the most uncharitable light possible, and let's, uh, and then, like, in some kind of sense, like, uh, the two, you know, sort of yin-yang conception of, like, the male logic and the, the woman chaos and all these things, but, uh, I feel like a central thesis is that she is not crazy. That she is, uh, is no one on board with this? I mean, he, like, I feel like various times it's put almost two on the nose. One such time is when Willem Dafoe says, and I'm going to paraphrase, but, uh, what you're like, he's saying like what you're afraid of is in your mind, not in the world. Or he says, oh, he says, yeah. the, he says your mind is affecting the way you perceive the world and not the other way around, implying that, you know, her concerns and what she believes is not actually out there, right? Causing her to think yeah. this. it's just in her mind, causing her to misperceive. And I feel yeah, like I mean, a general, I feel yeah. like one of the central thesis is no, uh, it actually is out there. Like, she mm-hmm. is properly perceiving and responding to, maybe not properly responding to it, but properly, like, she is accurately perceiving something in the world. Like, her narrative conception of the world as opposed to the, like, sort of material uh, perspective of Defoe, I feel like hers is certainly indicated to be more accurate. For various yeah, reasons. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. all the mystical yeah, th- and uh, implied-to-be-real uh, happenings.
0: Yeah, I think I think when anybody was saying that she goes crazy at the end, we mean that she's, like in her, like you said, that she perceives, but maybe, like she perceives accurately, but maybe not responds. And I think everyone's talking about the response. Why like not? That yeah, she- but what
1: is inac- what's wrong with her response? If she, in my mind, has, de- I think, in my mind, she's decided... To commit to the role of woman as she conceives of it, which is an extremely uncharitable view of woman but in some sense tied to reality. No, no, no.
3: I'm saying that her conception is distorted. That's like a bad conception of women. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. I'm saying I think she's committing so she's, to a conception of woman but it's a
3: conception that is as mis- as uncharitable well, as possible. Well, no, okay. So when she hurts the child, yes. right, she, she, she puts the boots on him. Yes. Like, okay, so when I say crazy, If somebody operates under if someone's part of a cult Mm -hmm. and they're operating under an ideology, like and the ideology is bad and it results in like ridiculous things and ridiculous beliefs about things, like sure, you can be consistent within a logic like you can be consistent within an ideology, Mm -hmm. but you're still crazy for falling into the ideology. Like, Mm -hmm. like hurt, so like, and it can be a crazy ideology itself. Mm -hmm. So like no, I don't. I don't think this is like a, a. I don't think this is a convincing argument for how she's not well, crazy. Well,
1: I'm. I'm saying that. William Defoe, right? He's talking about. I don't know. I wanted to bring up exposure therapy. I really like the line where fear is essentially uh, identified as like, the fear of anything is at root a fear of exposure, but, um. The. <sighs> I think she is like cert. I mean, she's obviously crazy from a Willem Dafoe perspective, <laughs> and I think she's not crazy from her perspective. And I think what's implied is that her perspective is not without substantial merit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was gonna say. Is that I feel like she like her the, conception of woman is I, not
1: uh, insane. Yeah. I, uh, well, okay. It's radically uncharitable, I, in my view.
0: I think that and so i think that like the first like kind of conflict that we started talking about between defoe and, and and her is is this um this whole thing where he like yeah she is seeing the world more accurately than he is in some sense and he's like trying to like oh it isn't real or whatever i think that she is while she's like maybe more um aware and can perceive like how the world is or something in more in a more accurate way than willem Defoe is that it's not that and that and then she ends up aligning herself entirely with with that thing, which uh, is called nature or whatever and and then she like in a sense like becomes it but I don't think that necessarily means that like she like that doesn't mean that 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 her ending up in this state where she's like <laughs> um smashing Willem Dafoe's dick and stuff like and putting the shoes on the kid wrong and stuff is is like right or something like that like i, I feel like there's like a there's a it, it's almost as if she like doesn't encounter a a way in which she like narrativizes can like narrativize nature as this thing without like I don't know. Like I don't think I don't think that her conception of like woman is nature and she has no control or whatever is like totally accurate. It's just more right than Willem Defoe's.
1: I am in total agreement, and I think to more succinctly say what I'm saying, or yeah, to succinctly put it, I don't think it's lost on any of us that what she does is crazy from our perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I think her perspective is being under interrogated or under considered. Uh, I think she is operating, one, she she has she has formed a conception of woman that is basically imagine everything about women and remove all the good things. So crazy. Uh-huh. Which is crazy. So I agree. Which that is, is crazy, crazy from
3: our perspective. No, no, it's crazy from a woman's perspective too that doesn't have like an uncharitable view. It's a more it's like, accurate. It's like view, from it's like the quotes. yeah, like like their like hers mm-hmm. is a crazy view because it's such a radical extreme mm-hmm. and is uncharitable. Yes. I yeah, I don't though think it she's like more pro- correct yeah. than I don't think than she than than was right
1: thoughts. in the way in which she arrived at her conception of woman. I'm mainly saying that Well, and her conception is wrong. It's in,
3: it's incomplete. It's wrong. It's
1: incomplete, but not um it's incomplete. It's wrong insofar as it's incomplete.
3: Is what I'm saying,
1: like, like, uh, take, you know, the set of all qualities of woman, remove all the good ones, these are still existent, right? And she just embodies these. Yes. And so I'm saying, like, I think it's useful to consider her to be embodying the true yet evil aspects of woman. uh, And like that as like a useful uh, way to consider her behavior
5: well it's like it's not up, like she
1: just goes off a rocker and is crazy you know what i mean it's like no it, she embodies a certain thing that is like discussable and uh, conceivable yeah yeah, the, no, this yeah no, i, I sure. mean
3: I'd never, i never i never doubted that mean, i okay. agree with that I yeah. agree with that.
5: I, it's it's brought up mm-hmm. in the movie in that same scene where he assumes the role of nature and she's supposed to be rationality mm-hmm.
2: yeah
5: is and after he he reverts to the role of rationality he you know like, starts uh, criticizing her about, uh, or maybe it's after, but um, when, when he's criticizing her about um, how she believes that women are evil or whatever, he's like, no, you're supposed to critique that. Like, mm-hmm. like, that's not the proper view of women or whatever. And, like, right. throughout the movie, he's the one telling her that, uh, you know, uh, all these terrible things have been done to women right uh throughout throughout history and and she needs to and and she and like, she now thinks that women are evil and, but uh and not that they just were like made to suffer unjustifiably so like the the perspective that she that her view is wrong is like also comes from this masculine um view of things that I mean he already obviously doesn't agree with her conception of women in the world uh but that's you know again from like a the rational perspective right. that that we that we're embodying right now in having this conversation
1: and if anything so, she's the one being critical of the literature like how critical is it to say oh i haven't read that book but you're supposed to come with this conclusion like that's not mm-hmm. a critical yeah, like, or you know, even thing. That's even not really engaging yeah. just
4: even just to say like oh, the, all these things had happened to women unjustifiably for no reason. Don't you understand it happened? Like, yeah. no reason. And then her reason yeah. is like, you know, because well, they're evil or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah you it's so know, true. It's, so, it's, some, so, it's something. Yeah.
3: So, so, no, no, no. But that is absolutely the case. And that's the most compelling part about this whole story, the whole film, is how there is this truth to things, like this this radical truth this to the negative like properties of what it is to be a woman or something like that and to the next like the problematic things about what it is to be a man with male logic and stuff and that's what I found like so engaging and stuff when she starts to fully embody it or whatever and she starts to like truly be awful that's actually not what does it it's more the fact that she had been doing it to the kid the whole time or whatever so there's some there's some quality about it that's like like you you are clearly uh, being um, uncharitable about things like it, it's no longer like a, well she's she does have a point I actually am not con- like I, I do think she, there is a point to the like in, in the sense like Trier trier slash uh, whatever like th- this, there is a point to the idea that nature has all these problems and nature makes people bad maybe like what it is to you know be a woman has these negative properties associated with it whatever there is absolute truth to that or something like that but the like sheer evil that she commits because of the ideas and because of how clearly misguided they are in terms of their effect makes me feel like as a viewer like the the way i felt so not not even to say anything else but just how i felt as a viewer was like well yeah damn we really just we really just committed to this and it's like we're losing any nuance and now she's just she's just we're, now we're now we're just watching her embody it you've laid out all the cards on the table and now she's just playing the cards at the end you know it's like it's like i i like like i i don't know i guess i got a lot of pleasure um from the nuance in the concept and then when it becomes fully embodied it's like the concept isn't actually being developed as much there's images which are really cool like the whole putting the thing in his leg um but that's all just like super awesome images i don't actually hmm. i don't get like the same type of like very particular pleasure that I was getting for the first two thirds or something like that.
1: I'll say I definitely think the last third is like substantially different in tone, obviously content. But you don't see like the thing through his leg as being analogous to the putting the wrong shoes on the boy and being related to like the woman, right? Like not wanting the other person to leave, right? Like impairing the boy's ability to yeah. travel and things like this. and I, like Yeah, I see that.
3: But it's like, <laughs> like, no, I saw that. It's just... It was so like I was so thrown by how committed she was mm-hmm. to this like thing that now I'm just watching like a hell spiral, uh. That like like just like I don't know like just I guess I just am not convinced by those images insofar as they don't like they don't like make me go oh shit like wow it's more like it it was like I viscerally was like oh like god damn that sucks. But it wasn't like, oh, upon revelation, like, wow, like she's weighing him down or something, or she doesn't, she doesn't want them to leave or something like that. Like, it doesn't, like, mm-hmm. it didn't, like, uplift a new truth out mm-hmm. of me. Like, it didn't, it didn't radically change the way I saw things. You know, so, um, it just seemed like he's playing on like a, like a, like a narrative structure that has already existed throughout time. You know, because he's calling to these illusions and stuff that are like way more primordial than just, you know, something. I don't know. Like perhaps she is, if anything, someone we
1: identify with most throughout the film. And, like, we see Defoe as, like, being pretty base, but also kind of a bit unidimensional yeah, she, by this whole modern psychology yeah. embodied. Yeah. And so we're kind of with her, and we're experiencing a lot of her perceptions, and her visions, and dreams, and whatnot. And then, she's on the edge, teetering, and it's like, well, Willem is trying to bring her one way, and nature, and whatever. And then... At some point, once she's tipped, it's just, and now it follows, but it's not right. like we we lose uh, what's it called like a stake in her character.
3: Yeah, but I, I think mm-hmm. that it I think that it follows point that you just said is the most important thing, mm-hmm. in 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 terms of like how it, it captures what I what I yeah. feel like how I felt yeah You're like yes this follows and it's still epic to watch clearly but it's like it's like you lose some. Like you lose development mm-hmm. or something like that. It's a trade off.
0: Yeah, because the tension in some sense is gone. The tension of like the the battle between them is gone. Yeah. Um the the more well, yeah, because then it becomes entirely physical, physical. and the right. The, the, right. the the more the battle of like the narrativizing versus like the rationale or something right. is has has is over or something and now it's just mm-hmm physically embodied
3: uh yes yeah but now one issue though is like i'm only rooting for the dude at that point like as yeah. a viewer like i've mm-hmm. lost i've lost this nuance like i don't know she's she's kind of a you know she, i understand she's in grief the guy's being pushy but she also is kind of crazy what is going on mm-hmm. who do who am i rooting for then i'm like okay this guy's gotta get away. oh jesus what he's gotta get away from her what is going yeah it's on? like it's like
4: a it's like visceral you know it's like
5: well,
3: yeah, for sure. I mean, what's yeah. crazy?
5: What's crazy is that nature ends up siding with him. No. Uh yeah. Well, I think he embodied. I, the, go on. I'm sorry. I mean, just like. Well, obviously he he wins or whatever. So like rationality trumps uh, narrative or something. No, in some sense. no, he loses. Uh, but, but
1: he he's killed by nature in the end. No, like, no, no, no! I don't think he's killed. No, hold on, think, hold on! I I, but think he's uh, he killed.
5: so, I, yeah, is not necessarily killed because it's only women who are dead in the in in Eden, um, and also the the crow that like embodies pain or whatever, uh, like caws at him yeah. from under the floorboards yeah. and reveals so, the wrench yeah. for him to, uh, for him to get that you know millstone off of his leg. Yep. And like therefore like not be impaired by um her and nature and stuff so he can like release himself from the uh like bounds of nature and try to like escape Eden.
1: But what about what about this? What about the right she embodying nature instigates this whole situation, right? And drives us, the viewer, into a state of like anxiety and tension and rooting for him and wanting him to do these things. And then nature helps him by getting the wrench, right? But does this enable him to free himself and contact the authorities or whatever? No, it enables him to strangle her to death, right? And he's looking into her and he we can see into his mind that he is now consumed by nature just the way she was, right? With the same imagery and stuff. And he just fucking strangles her to death in this insane sequence by the way, we'll say it again at the end, but these performances were absolutely insane. But strangles <laughs> her to death, right? And now he I, I feel I see nature more okay. as like a larger construction bringing him into it.
5: Y- yeah, so, you know, that that's true, but there's also like an oscillation between the two cuz yeah, early cuz he time, he like oscillates and, earlier back but um in Eden and you know with the bugs on his hand ugh. and uh Just like everything, like all of the things that were happening, happening to him. Um, Yeah, yeah.
3: I think we might be miscategorizing things. I think uh, while she believes herself, or in and in many ways, does capture what it is like nature or something like that. I don't think she's like the spokesperson of nature. in such like a clear way. And so I think uh, pain, for instance, when uh, when I think the bird symbolizes pain. I think yeah. that, that's its name, right? Um, when he's like uh, given shelter or whatever, and they get the wrench or whatever, and he gets the thing out and stuff. I mean, it's very like it's very clear. Like, oh, he's now experienced pain. He's now like coming to like he's now like the bird truly... is despair. Sorry. Oh, despair. Well, he's okay. okay, and that works still. Like, it doesn't really matter. But like, he he has he has uh, encountered it in its total, and now he can like synthesize a new viewpoint of the world. And only through that can he, like, overcome and get away from her, who's literally fallen prey to nature. He's not, like, overcoming nature. He's, like, integrating it more properly, I think, insofar as he gets away and stuff Mm. like that. And, And the whole movie is kind of this masculine, like, investigation of what, like, it is, what nature is and stuff. And so it kind of makes sense that he would end up with a more synthesize the view because he approaches it in a with a critical lens whereas she gives herself up to it so you could say so you could say like she embodies it or something like that but i think she like uh like earlier pointed out she embodies the negative aspects about it like she hasn't like actually uh captured what nature is you know whereas he has now viewed uh from like uh marginal distance slash encountered viscerally or something like that you know the all of the problems and things yeah and so is able to yeah emerge like i think i actually think he gets away uh is my reading of the end he gets away and i think i remember we were first talking i don't know if this leads you to your conclusion troy about him dying at all because it might not but the berries i don't think those are poisonous at all Mm -hmm. i think those are meant to look tasty and good and they're just blackberries in the northwest you know like it's not like he's eating a poisonous fruit um good take i i think uh I I don't know
1: I I still see him as succumbing. I mean, all the women of the forest are implied strongly multiple times to like be a force against men, right? Like they're all the women slain by men, and they are supporting her in her endeavor to entrap him. Um, I don't know about the whole berries thing. I think that might be like right, but even but if, he kills her, huh? So well, well yeah, but he kills her. Out. Yeah, and he berry, he yeah. kills her. So I agree. This is like a a man victors over woman situation but i think that he uh his rationality loses i mean i think there's something to be said about the viewer kind of wanting him to kill her and yet i think you know in retrospect he shouldn't have killed her Mm. i think that i don't know about that why why should he have killed her why should he have strangled her to death he could have easily incapacitated her etc
5: like I, because when the three beggars come, somebody has to die. Well, so and, true. And so he, I think, well, I just see the whole no, situation yeah, right. I'm saying I agree,
3: mm-hmm. but you say he gives into it and loses. I'm mm-hmm. saying he emerges with a synthesized view. He can mm-hmm. integrate it, and and he like gets back mm-hmm. to the world. It's not like he's mm-hmm. gonna. I don't think he's gonna be like her, who has to like, who's like just you know, in literal. I Like, I don't imagine him as being in such a horrified state, you know, at post her baby dying, you know, mm-hmm. and so she's, like, literally just, she's, like, a victim of nature. I think he's not a victim of nature, even though he acted through it and with it, and, like, let it, he let it mm-hmm. into his life. I, I, maybe, I don't,
1: I think there's an implication, but I think, I don't think it rests on whether or not you think he emerges or is, succumbs. But I think, I mean, you think he was acting properly
3: when he killed her i mean to me it's Uh, like no 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 no. i'm not necessarily so i don't have to argue for whether it is or is not proper but it is nature yeah it is it is is a more nature Mm -hmm. thing and so by and by virtue of him getting away i'm not saying it's a it's like a it's it's i'm not saying like he gets away unscathed or is like untampered like he had to pay a price in terms of coming to these revelations and that price was losing like an like an aspect about uh like i don't know like civilized morality in favor of nature Mm -hmm. and so like so like I'm not I don't have to advocate for it's like objective good or something like that but more like there is some sort of like he has developed a new world view he had to you know kill her to like you know to like that was part of the price of like this uh phoenix thing right some Mm -hmm. phoenix motif like ending up in something else and uh completing the whole arc of like uh getting rid of the like uh, freeing himself from her so at first he has to get rid of the thing out of his leg but he has to like kill her too you know it's like there's some it's like completes mm. the whole series of things um and also i actually think the berry imagery is important not because it's like um it, it just is a very positive moment it's like you have this very nice music you have him eating the berries and you have him moving away and you have these women migrating like they move through him and away him, and like they're passing around him like they're nothing now so maybe he's like separated from them or something like that i feel like the berries they feel really good and they look tasty for a reason you know they look that that image matters and for it to be at the end and in the epilogue you know it, it tells us something i can we, can we
5: sorry
1: i don't really have i i basically agree with your point like i could imagine him walking away from this i would imagine he walks away with a synthesized view although i don't know how much indication there is of that but i think if we want to talk about the last scene, I think it needs to be talked about as, like, being in some kind of sh- very strong relationship to the opening sequence. It's the only black and white, it's the same music, and uh, that's died. part of the... He killed her. He,
3: she's dead. Not, I think not she's in the a scene, child. She, She's like a child, though. You or, think? Yeah, but I think I think it's, hmm. it happened so approximately close and stuff.
1: I don't know, because I think he doesn't emerge, so I'm seeing this as another case... Of, uh, you know, nature killing uh, some guy. But, Can we but I am very sympathetic to you. Go ahead, Jacob. Sorry.
5: The, so, like, the tree stuff. So, like, obviously, oh, like, acorns. that that barren tree. Mm-hmm. Like, the tree that there's, like, shots of this tree and all of it. Th- there are no leaves on it. Mm. They're just, like, branches. Can we agree that that is, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the tree of knowledge or something? That, like... Is like barren because I don't know, something like no, there's no knowledge of morality in, mm-hmm. in this place anymore, and this, all that. And then they have sex like on the tree, you know, yeah. And then you see all the women the dead right. yeah. under the tree, so it's like, yeah, I mean, I just see it as like, uh, kind of like. Mm, it I it probably doesn't bear any, like, real, real relation to the berries, but, uh, like, it's just like this, the fact that they had sex on the tree, and if you view that the tree is like the tree of knowledge, and if you eat of it, you die, and there are all these dead women, like, that just seems like, again, like another tidy little box of symbols that uh, you could, like, unpack or something yeah i agree but it was also it was also a, cra- a crazy scene like when she's like masturbating yes. on the tree oh Dude, my god that, was <laughs> so, like, that
3: to me was so much crazier than the following insane scene which is them fucking on yeah the tree. true true. her yeah. masturbating was yeah, like, it is so intense oh, it's it, so cool. it's, very and very yeah, demonic clearly the image is meant to be like this is sin like this is insanely bad you know like this yeah. is in the against dirt nature you know yeah like it's against nature in the sense like it looks so gross actually I think and he has he comes over there and has sex with her like, against I don't think, nature like I I don't think like I think it's meant to look so repulsive it for a reason and then he like against runs out and sex hmm?
4: against God be a better way of putting it rather than against nature hmm.
5: well, I'm thinking of God and nature well the fact that it happens under this wait, you think tree. wait hold
4: on a second you think of God and nature as the same thing within in the context yeah. of this
1: film yeah I see nature okay. as being like Nature, anxiety, and narrativization is like being a sort of uh, what do they call it? Yeah, a trinity yeah. of uh, yeah. like the the evil nature of life. Because I, yeah. I see and this as draw, like, and general. they draw the thing,
3: they draw yeah. the thing, and then it puts me at the top in quotes with her being there between yeah. nature at the top.
1: Yeah, things. I see it as generally misanthropic, but I just want to point out that the barren tree is not the tree they have sex under. But I like oh, okay. the idea. Uh, of like of, of, of like a parallel with or a combination of like knowledge of with these dead women and like the, the consummation or like this uh, the sexual element I think should be talked about I, if it if it if there's something we're saying about it other than the fact that it's Crazy. sort of a quintessential like women and their evil sexuality and things like this like in terms of this uh, uncharitable view but I think the the oak tree, is what I what brings to mind if I think of tree of knowledge or something being that it's like mm. a tree that's given a ton of attention to and it's in Eden and all this stuff, and yeah. Like I was all gonna these say acorns, or sorry, go ahead,
0: yeah. I was gonna say the acorns is like being this whole um, like she like talks about the tree and the acorns as being like the it's trying to like reproduce itself or something, and then you have like the the barren tree as being like uh something she actually fears or whatever when she first talks about the the going into the eden or whatever when they're on the train when she's imagining it and um it being like this symbol of like fertility or whatever she like lost her child or whatever and yeah. like some kind of um uh inability I mean, like, to have children or something like that or that her child's is dead etc cetera, etc cetera. i don't know
4: yeah i mean that almost seems like why she's like adopted such like an insane uh in charitable view uncharitable view of women it's like you know if you think of nature like the positive aspect of it is that it's like you know life-giving if anything yeah but like and you she, know once once yeah. that has been stripped from her like
0: what's left you know yeah she's like she's she's like uh yeah that may that may be part of her kind of like turn towards so but,
1: but wait she's not stripped she, of it she is responsible yeah. for the death of the right. boy right that's a
0: problem she
1: right. has she chose to let him die if yeah this isn't Rock solid. Yeah. Okay. I th- I think the barren tree is what she is a part of the general arc of what she fears is what she ends up embodying. Sure. Right. Cause she starts no, off you, as
0: the oak tree yeah, yeah. I mean, and,
1: and, and then she cuts her clitoris off like in a, uh, in my mind, in an attempt to like desexualize herself and become this, uh, sort of a unsexed object like this tree, this barren dead, you know, whatever.
0: Well that's oh and yeah I mean forget evil the looking area. Yeah, I mean forget the forget the chronology or whatever of like the the death of the child causing her to be scared of all these things or whatever like I I don't think necessarily that it's like one causes the other or something like that but as like a whole it's like that seems to be like um I mean it, it, just because she like let the child die or whatever or she was crazy the whole time or something like that like it, it, it's like this um It's like what we were saying before about like, I don't think she's necessarily like totally conscious of this, like consciously like being like, I'm going to let the kid die. I'm going to watch him walk out the window. Ha 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 nature, you know? And so I'm saying like her, um, like the thing she fears is like what she becomes and currently is, et cetera, et cetera, if that makes sense, you know?
1: I, I I disagree I think she consciously Chose to let well, the child die. No
0: she constantly well it's like she Consciously chooses but it's not the same Thing as she's rubbing her hands together Like oh my god I'm so happy This kid is gonna walk out the window because mm-hmm. I think because it's not like her grief Afterwards of the child dying is just like it's, Not real and totally It's alive. different than her it's pushing, like, her out the, it's pushing like, him out the window There's like this like kind of Possession of of Nature or something right
1: Yeah, it's not full-blown possession, but it's definitely a degree of embodiment.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm not using all the exact words or whatever, but, like, the point being, like, I don't think that, it's not like she is totally lying and completely malevolent, and that her grief is just all a show or something like
3: that. Um, I, well, does anybody want to respond to that? I have a different... Talk yeah. like a different thing, a very brief thing that I think was so cool. As I was okay, so it's a very brief scene. Um, it's when they're hiking to Eden, and uh, uh, she, uh, she her feet are like hurting, mm-hmm. and she says, like, The ground's on fire, you know, yeah, the ground then, is burning. then they the ground is burning, and then they stop and they take off her feet or uh, shoes. And then the the feet look um maybe a little bruised maybe like blisters. a little blistered but blisters yeah blisters yeah. but in general it's like not you know so I so I'm glad you thought they were blisters right yeah they are I I it, okay good okay yeah I, well it also looked kind of like dirt like they look black it's pretty blistered. I'm with it yeah. I thought it was blisters in, immediately and that's important because that's like what leads me to this yeah so um it uh there, it was such a fun very subtle moment that I just want to complimentary air on because it's like, it it's this, that, that type of subtle shit. I really love because we have like the woman, uh, misidentifying, um, or I, you could say rightly identifying however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, her, her like literal affect with the nature of things with everything. So it's like my feet hurt. Therefore, like to explain this, the world is burning, you know, like mm-hmm. the ground is burning and and it's and it's like this super um like to me that was like one of the most subtle feminine logic uh like uh like uh uh what's the word like crystals within the film like i really liked that yeah because um, it wasn't heavy-handed it wasn't like a significant exposition and he doesn't hold the camera on it for like any time and it's like two sentences and yet it's like and he consoles her you know he helps her take the shoe off and show her the world or whatever mm. it's just so that to me was really good I agree one hundred
1: percent. I think the film is chock full of all these very little things. I really want to do a shot by shot of this movie. It'd be so awesome.
3: But lots of uh, yeah. continuing the trend we, of we, saying that every pause. Okay, well, we no need. one's ever down.
1: I keep saying it. I'm hoping need. someone's like, "Yeah, let's do I'm it." I'm always, I'm uh, always down. I yeah, I said anyway. I was down. We okay. had a conversation about how I was mm-hmm. like
0: totally willing to. So don't,
1: don't mm-hmm. say
0: that. Don't say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's no, it's classic and totally in line with her like narrativizing her sense experience and him rationalizing
5: his sense experience. Yeah, I no, those, I want to talk about the oak rationalizing. We've got We've yeah, yeah. got to. We we've no, got to really address.
3: I'm saying, I'm sorry. Very briefly, just to clarify. Yeah. Try, sorry, Jacob. Um, that he is trying to get her to rationalize <laughs> her, uh, sense experience like with the world. Yeah. yeah. That his feet don't hurt. That he's trying to show her, like he's he's putting himself. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. a very a very slight distinction in, within that scene. You know, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's her senses that he's trying to remedy. You know, it's not his. And it turns out he, that the ground actually is burning. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Based. Yeah. Quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the for
5: the listeners, that is
3: you know kind of yeah. In kinda,
5: reality.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
5: okay. <laughs> all right, Jacob. We. Well, we gotta, so we gotta really get to the bottom of this, Stephen. It's it's your time. We gotta re-circle around to this point. Who is the Antichrist? What is the Antichrist? Oh. Where is the Antichrist? Why is the Antichrist?
4: When is the Antichrist? Life
5: is the Antichrist. Exactly. Is that is that your honest take? Yes. Okay.
4: Wait, what was the take?
1: What? Like 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 the Trinity of like the Trinity that we talked about earlier. <coughs> I think I see this film as like a, a general argument for like uh right? Like this whole burning feet thing just uses like an out or like a metaphor, right? Like one senses, you know, pain in your feet. She narrativizes it, he rationalizes it. I think the 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 general thrust of the film is that uh they're actually uh, like the ground actually is burning in the metaphor or that nature actually is conspiring in some sense and like uh, you know instrumentalizing them as like uh, parts of it and that like anxiety and things like this are um, are are actually in the world as opposed to just in the mind and so uh, I think like right nature is discussed as being the church of satan Right, like I think nature is the thing which is against Christ, and Christ is like this sort of. Um, uh, I don't know what how Christ would be conceived of, but I see them more as instruments in the hands of nature rather than. Well, they're also embodiments and things like this, but I see it all subsumed by Eden and like the forest and like the base nature, the first nature, the first place, etc. I don't know. But it's also women and it's also
3: men. Well, I and think it's, it's like
5: altogether. I, th- I don't think she's I don't think she's Antichrist. I, th-
3: I think I just want to say the only I don't actually have much of a take. I was totally memeing when I said it, but I can very briefly give a take, and that is she, I would say that it is insofar as the Antichrist has to be localized onto a person, um, like she is the antichrist insofar as she has succumbed to literally the embodiment of the problematic things true sure they're true but like they're the problematic aspects about you know womanhood and being a woman in reality or something like that and so in in the in like much the same way you imagine uh, Jesus Christ would embody all of the true goods of what it is to be a person and life he would he would take the like a super charitable stake in what it is to be good you know he would you know he wouldn't hurt people you know to his own fall you know he'll die for it you know whatever et cetera, et cetera. he's like super good uh she's like super evil she's like literally the foil to what it is you know yeah 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 that's all that's so, what you take i so
5: i mean uh there are different ways to look at this right i mean she can be the antichrist insofar as she is, uh, like, dwelling in nature, which is the Church of Satan. And so now she, because that's, like, what she is being embodying or, like, being, you know, used by or whatever, like, that could be true. Also, if you want to get really, like, technical with it and, like, all the symbols or whatever, like, Christ is a man, yeah. she's a woman, so anti, you know... She, And if, 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 if if Satan is nature, the, if nature is the church of Satan and nature is like the satanic force, then rationality would be the, could be like a godly force Mm. again, like dwelling in the nature of man. And so like Christ would be more like a symbol for like rationality or something. And so she's like anti all that. So she would, you could Conceive of her as like the antichrist also but bringing so leaving all that setting all that aside for a moment like just using my uh like uh american like protestant sort of view and seeing media about like the antichrist that's that's not related to this at all like this is just like a very um you know on it like okay anyway i'll just move on with it um so, like, the kid, right? Like, in a lot of the depictions of the Antichrist, like, he he is going to be... Like, he, he, you see him be, like, born, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, the Antichrist is, like, a child. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she could be, like, an anti-Mary. And, but if the kid <laughs> is the Antichrist, then, like, why would he die? Or, like, because the kid dies, it, like, spurs this uh, crazy experience where they go into Eden. Eden and she... So she lets him die. That, yeah. She so she like lets the antichrist die, to then, like what, like the, the, encounter nature or something. It,
3: yeah, I think so. I think I think that's. So I think you said uh, that it spurs the whole thing. I mean, you know, like antichrist. You know, in the same way that Christ, you know, dies for our sins, and there's going to be a rapture or something like that, right? And we're all going to go to heaven. There is something very antichrist-like about this, insofar as when the child dies, it like. It, it foretells like the true doom of everything right um and so i think i think that is pretty fair that like you could you could just say the baby is antichrist insofar as it fits like the the descriptions and um yeah it, it does like foretell like the the end of times you know um or something like that yeah, yeah and though, also even I'm, though it's through his death you know even though i know it's
5: like it, th- there's not like a whole lot to uh Directly supported, like, obviously, the kid isn't demonized or anything in the movie, right. but, like, I don't know, like, again, like, how his feet are, like, yeah, his feet, kind of bumped yeah. up by the yeah. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, but then again, coming her. from, like, but the American, like, Protestant perspective is, like, you know, oh, like, the Antichrist yeah. is gonna have horns or something, but, yeah. like, so, like, Mao malformed feet are like kind of like malformed bones are kind of like another yeah, thing like yeah. oh it's like a sign of like he's the antichrist <laughs> yeah but then again she did it to him but also she was being like instrumentalized by nature and like mm-hmm. evil mm-hmm. so like who so if she's the cause then how could he be antichrist because you think of it as something that would like come uh yeah. to being like on its own and not be like caught like the Antichrist would not be like made by something yeah. or like <clears throat> so Yeah I like I like the conception of the
1: boy as like the source of the 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 personal and like whatever rapture of these two people. But I think I think the first analysis answers all these subsequent questions, the first one being like man as Christ rationality and woman as uh the Antichrist in this case. And I think it's like totally, I think it's fair to say that within the scope of the film, woman is Antichrist. So she is not only responsible for the death of the child, but the source of the child, right? If we want to consider the Antichrist as like the source of, you know, evil or uh, like the thing that, the source of all the evil we see in the film, it pretty much all comes from woman.
3: You should say this woman, right? Yeah, that's important. Yeah,
1: yeah. we only see one woman. Yeah, that's, well,
3: yeah, yeah, well, and and hers is, like, an uncharitable... I, I, yeah. I just want to make sure we're, like, yeah, uncharitable yeah. reading of it. Well, if yeah, she's, but I, if I feel she's...
1: comfortable... I mean, I think the film... I think the film is, like, also adopting an attitude itself similar to hers. Like, I don't think it would be... I don't think it's right, and I definitely don't think it's what Trier thinks. I mean, he made Breaking the Waves, like... I, I don't know if we've seen that. But anyway. Wait,
3: what, yeah, what are you saying?
1: Well, I'm just saying, oh, I don't want to, I don't think we've all seen it, so I can't say anything. But he doesn't, you know, he doesn't actually have a negative view of woman, but uh, I think the film is, is, is it's fair to call it anti-woman.
5: Well, yeah, well, if she's, if she's the Antichrist, mm-hmm. I mean, what are, like, all those other women that died in Eden, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, that, you can imagine mm-hmm. that all these other women that died there basically did the same thing like went through the same experience or something yeah and you would just unless unless mm. you're you think that like okay the women aren't actually there it's more of just like a again like just showing all of the dead women
2: Mm
5: -hmm. uh in the world but they didn't you know there isn't some literal uh connection like they aren't literally tied to to eden so like but like if 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 they literally were there, then you could imagine that they would have done the same thing, like taking somebody out and d- mm-hmm. gone through all this whatever, and then died. Um, so, but like, so they would again embody like all this antichrist stuff that we're trying to ascribe to her. If I could preempt Stephen just a bit, I'll walk back
1: some of the comments I made and sort of just okay. reestablish my conception of as woman in this film the woman in this film as being really uh an instrument or whatever of a greater nature uh uh
3: i agree and of course embodying
1: the negative aspects etc
3: yeah and so that's i think that's actually important insofar as the 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 film i don't think necessarily has to be read as like anti-woman even though the woman is clearly embodying all the negative attributes Mm -hmm. and that what we see are the negative attributes of women Mm -hmm. but we also like we're not on her side it's almost like so if i made a movie about a uh nazi or like a white supremacist and they uh are like within this culture of white supremacy or something or like reading about it and they like uh fully adopt it and like but but if the white supremacist ends up being like um the villain or something by the end Mm -hmm. like it's not pro-white supremacy even though we've been watching this whole development and this like uh, ex, uh, like this, this expounded narrative about a white supremacist or something like that. What I mean to say is you can, you can have this narrative that's about a woman who is bad and identifies all of these, and she's bad insofar as she identifies fully with, you could say real, you don't even have to say it for this for my take though, real um, properties about women that are bad, so she embodies these things but that doesn't mean it's anti-woman because we all know those are the bad properties mm. just because they're coming from a woman doesn't mean that it's like uh anti-woman. It's like showing you something you're supposed to not agree with. Like, like, like no one, no one agrees with how, like a woman wouldn't watch this film and be like rooting for the woman. It's like, mm. it's literally just like a bad character, like, like an evil character, you know, like regardless of if you say there's a realness to it or a truth, I think the fact that it's an uncharitable reading of, femininity or something like that or like what it is to be a woman means that it's like not anti-woman it's like very clear like this is just the uh the antagonist you know so i i I don't see the movie as like anti-woman uh yeah
1: yeah yeah i i'll walk that back and uh i do think it's interesting that we do root for her for most of the film and um I think, like, we're, I don't know. I find myself personally rooting for her to continue in the direction she ends up heading in, but then I, like, almost regret it. Like, oh, she went too far or something. But also, uh... <coughs> I feel like it's... I, I feel like the properties of woman that she embodies are sort of... would, would be the same that Defoe identifies, right? Like... Like, name, like, if Defoe is this rational, right, like, human-as, rational animal-type guy, and, right, I think, like, uh, and there's all this discussion of evolution, and obviously, like, a lot of the things that are discussed about woman being a victim to nature itself is that, like, her body and subsequently yeah, mind she, she's are really, yeah, her. everything about woman, and obviously what's unsaid is also for man right but like the the body and mind of the person as more or less an instrument of like reproduction and like nature the force of nature itself right so like what like what would he say you know he says oh look at all these women blah blah, blah. maybe I'm, I'm kind of at the edge here so i don't know if i'm gonna want to stand by this but like like is she not just committing to a view of herself as an instrument of the force of nature, i.e. like a thing, you know, just designed to reproduce and do these things. And like, would he even disagree with that? I... Like she takes so, it, like like she embodies it too far, but the quality she embodies, like what would he say, you know what I mean? Like she's like, okay, I don't know, I'm imagining a conversation between them where she says, What do you mean? Why, why? you know, why, you think I'm uh, just conceiving a woman all the bad things, what are the good things? You know, and it's like these are all just different examples of women uh, being uh, instruments of nature, just as anyone else is. Ugh. Okay, is I, I
3: just want to say I'm I'm a little lost, but okay. maybe this will help. Just because it's super fucking, it's super fucking like a like just a brain dead thing for me to say, but like it it just makes it's like worth pointing out. Maybe it'll help mm. like tie ahead, thoughts yeah, yeah. together. But uh, you know like there's a glass with water in it and like is it full or is it like half full or is it half empty like like there's some like i was getting that vibe from this it's like what were you saying you were saying um uh she wants to embody it fully or something like that it's like no, no no she's not embodying anything fully she's she she's like i think she is corrupting like it and saying it's a glass half empty you know, like she's mm-hmm. like, there, there's no like talk of this fertile, uh, for instance, the the classic depiction of like, uh, was it Demeter or Persephone from Demeter, whatever the, the fertile God, right? The, the, so, so like there's these festivals and it's beautiful and good. So like the Greeks have this concept of like nature and women and, and fertility and stuff. And, and it's like, they think that like, they would agree with the concept. I think that like women are relatively controlled by nature, you know, their bodies are controlled by nature But they're going to like have this sort of like ritual about it and goodness to it. And and it's like, I don't think either one is more correct. The one that we're presented here is the glass half empty depiction. Um, And what it's depicting is something very real. But but I think that there's a lot of truth to like the, you know, bountiful harvest fertility, you know, uh, like a a rendition or narratives as well. I think both are true. They're just omitting things, you know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that responds mm-hmm. to what you're saying or if you can build off that or what.
1: Not really. I'm still trying to get my idea, but I think that your point is right. But I think that what we're presented here with is, right, her taking this glass half empty thing, but also yeah. that position being supported by nature itself as seen in the film, right? Like if uh, women are I, controlled, yeah. if women are conceived as controlled by nature and this can be viewed as positively or negatively, this film then says, okay, well, let's, let's also take a look at nature itself. And it's fucking terrifying it's you know it, it's terrifying it's animalistic it's brutal it's etc so i think the film also gives a half empty view of yeah nature i itself. agree with that my point yeah. was something i'm trying to think about like um like right we see here her as the narrativizer and him as like the the rational whatever um but it just seems like her her like the crux of her argument is like material in nature. So they're both different narrativizations.
5: I wanna bring the discussion I wanna bring the discussion down a little bit and just start having fun, you know, that talking about the movie. But uh, I just wanna point out William Defoe, he has such a Kino face. It's so like all the shots of him just staring out. And then also I appreciated how they're the only characters in the movie you know mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah like you never, no, even, no, see do- you never even see
5: the doc. you never even see the doctor you never even see the doctor like when she's in the hospital yeah, like yeah. he's just referenced you know mm-hmm. so the entire movie is just about their like Somebody. dialectic yeah, yeah. they
1: dialectic their mind it's so true i never
5: i never <laughs> even thought for one moment about how like there's like a lack of
2: yeah
5: uh world like World, yeah. yeah, world, and that it's just them because sometimes if you watch a movie like this where there's like a, there aren't as many characters or whatever, like you can get kind of bored or you're not as like drawn in because it's just not dynamic enough. But this was like so dynamic and yeah. and full, even with it just being them yeah. too, that like it, you know, it was very good.
0: I yeah, yeah I I um something that I just barely watch scenes from a marriage, and I love like the i don't know i love films that like uh something that like Troy and i had talked about before about like this like retreat into the world of um like a relationship in which like like nothing is understood outside of like the sphere of the relationship or something like that like you cannot look at the the world outside of the context of the relationship or something like this. Once you've like fully entered into that or something, you know, um, which I think is, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, well, I don't even know what to say about it, but like just that, that like as being the stage for then to talk about like the most external thing, you know, as being like nature or something. And it like, it's, where it like penetrates or something like that and, and and like the not just like the individual's relationship to nature or something like that but like the this kind of like intersubjective relationship between these two people and their relationship to nature or something uh like through yeah. each other or something like that
1: Yeah, like a total stripping away of basically all social structures that exist around them and everything and and the only place in which they exist is, like, the bare, like, the raw substrate of life and their two minds. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I think, if I could just bring this up a little bit so we don't have any more fun, <laughs> I think it's so relevant that that there's only their two minds present. And, like, uh, I feel, I don't know, I want Steven to respond to this because I think he has a better grip on, like, uh, various uh, attitudes in psychology. But, uh... His modern psychological perspective seems to me to sort of imply, especially with exposure therapy, that there is only really one mind in the dynamic. As to and 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 where I'm more shaky is like, right? Freud is referred to as being dead and things, right? But this seems to involve more interplay between two separate minds, a psychologist and patient, whereas I feel like the more modern view is like of patient working on pa- like. The psychologist is just a mirror. And I feel like this, um, right, where it's like, you shouldn't treat your own patients. Um, right. The whole, you shouldn't treat, treat, treat or treat sorry, you own. shouldn't treat your, someone you love or your family or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. And it immediately just brought to mind that he is going to, like he is going to fall into the abyss, you know, that he attempts to look into or whatever. And like, yeah. and he is extremely arrogant and things like this. <clears throat> yeah. And like his argument, I love you as if that is like anything but support for her claim. But, um, right by him being a mirror of her mind right Mm -hmm. like when they early in the film the first stage grief like it's so fucking awesome when they're in the bed and she is talking to him as if he's her therapist and he is responding as if he's her therapist and she's making multiple attempts to get him to break character right she's like i don't think you care he's dead blah blah Mm -hmm. and he's like you know you can see the fire behind his eyes right but he's like it's interesting you say that, you know. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. Or just so, quite, right? He so he wants to mirror her psychology, right? And so, by he just takes her into this place that I feel like is, you know, essentially a manifestation of her mind. Or at least yeah. there's obvious, you know, all these women yeah. nature things yeah. we've already yeah. talked about. And then he's just going to amplify it by mirroring her. And like, it just seems like an obvious, like, we are going to enter your mind and uh, ultimately, you know, nothing will escape. But, in my view, but... I mean, maybe he is Whatever, you know. But uh, I just thought well, that was if interesting If anything, That's... he's going to be
3: hurt. If anything, he's going to get hurt. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. So yeah. it doesn't even, like, whether he gets away or not, Like it doesn't really matter. I mean, he's clearly just experiencing hell. Yeah. yeah it's Indru- so regardless. Yeah. Classic in, attempt to rescue
1: it's... someone who's drowning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really just... I don't really
3: know how I'm supposed to respond to this whole psychologist thing. Oh, my main question to you I mean, is like, do you think it's... Ac- would it be accurate to say
1: that his more modern psychological attitude is one where the therapist... Uh, serves as some sort of uh, backboard for the patient or backboard or mirror or whatever you want to say, right? They, they respond according to something other than their own mind. Like they respond according to some type of checklist or some type of what is the best way to respond to this, you know, according to the book versus like maybe an older Freudian whatever attitude would be uh, for like two minds to... Right. Because he like essentially doesn't even communicate. Right. He exists as a vehicle for her to communicate with herself. Right. Versus. And my question is, would you say it's fair to say that that's the case? And also older psychological attitudes like Freud, who's referenced, uh, is more of an interplay of subjectivities or intersubjectivity.
3: So what's funny is that Freud's not like so Freud's Freud's a unique psychoanalyst in that sense, but. The thing about Freud was he would have people look away from him during sessions Mm -hmm. and he would tell them things and, like, bark things at them to, like, get them to, like, continue down certain trains of thought. And he would, like, be relatively quiet except for those commands that he would give. And then he would give people their reports, you know? He would tell them his interpretation. So, uh, but what's funny is that that's, like, that's actually what this guy is doing to some degree. He, he, like, tells her to do things. He... Like at, he he seems to be engaging with her psyche. Like he he like he what he says isn't like just retarded. Like he's saying like uh, basically every time he makes a claim, it's like well yeah I mean yeah it's pretty reasonable claim to make you know that seems relatively true I guess but it, it like it, it obviously is like um, uh, insufficient and we, we, we understand everything he says is also being insufficient but uh, no I think I think that's kind of funny though that I think. Um, like uh, other other like other psychoanalysts after freud um like there's a dude named kohut but like basically a ton a ton of them care way more about like touching like touching the patient letting them cry like resting their heads in your lap as you cry you know psychoanalyst like and so like there's like this huge like um divergent thing for psychoanalysis in that sense um but yeah i think this guy's actually embodying the most male logic psychoanalysis at its incipient stages which was freud mm. which was a more barking thing but what what the way in which it's insufficient is that he's also trying to be this like partner for her at the same time and so it just won't work well, yeah you when know? well, he's um, not yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and i say any also he fails to consider that she might be i mean just the more fundamental thing is that he fails to consider that she might be reacting to something that's real as opposed to just like
3: yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. but yeah. I, um if I could i I just wanted to point out something that like a thought I had um earlier when we we're talking about her like um seeing the child die or whatever and choosing not to intervene I just thought that it was interesting that it's like it's not as if she pushed the kid out the window it's that she could have intervened in this like accident you know like this ki- this child doing something unintentionally like killing itself you know and that she like allowed like nature or chance to take its course or something knowing that the child was gonna fall out the window or something like that at rather than like directly causing it right
3: yeah but she does fuck the feet up so she also like like she she is the reason for his deformity so she's like you know, it isn't like an, it isn't even a case where it's like, she's just letting things run its course. Like she kind of set up the course to fail earlier on, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. all. I, sorry. I I actually, I'm sorry. I, I missed the first half of your point. So I don't, I'm not even really responding. Maybe. Well, no, I mean, no, that's, that's no, like,
0: you're, well, I mean, but I do think like, this is true that she like has a hand in it in like creating the scenario in which it can happen or something. And then she says like, later she's like i knew that he could climb out of his his bed and open the gate and stuff and you didn't know that and i knew like but but i do still think it's interesting that she doesn't like directly she doesn't like throw him out the window or something or like stab him you know like it does it does seem interesting that it's like the the like chance does play a role and there is like the way in which she could stop it is by intervening or like the way in which she she makes it so he can't with like the baby monitor or whatever you know like muting it is to prevent him from doing anything, not like it's not like she it doesn't like encourage the baby to jump out the window or something, you know. Does um, she
1: turn off the baby? I, f- monitor? I forgot all
0: about yeah, that, she the does. baby bond. It just
1: gets knocked off speed No, it's no, muted. muted. Oh it's muted. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think that is interesting because I do agree that in the death of the child situation, it does seem that she is allowing nature to take its course. Right. But then this is sort of undermined by the other scenario Stephen's bringing up where she also, you know, acts as an agent, you know, against the child. But I think, you know, it's and not... against nature. Yeah, I don't think it would be unreasonable to to say this is like further evidence where she sees herself as a, a force of nature or Wait, instrumentalized.
0: It's kind of interesting that, like, the the... It's interesting that the child dying, as far as her role in it, is very different from... Like the putting on of the shoes because the shoes is her like imposing herself on the child against his will as like the child dying. I mean, it's not his will to die, you know, like he's not trying to die, but he is acting out like his will. She's not and she doesn't impose on it or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. right which is which is like just further evidence for how she acts she is a corrupted envoy of nature she's not actually like pure. i don't think she's just nature yeah i mean like, she's deforming she, his natural she, she's def- she's she's working against yeah working against nature to fit her like her ideological conception mm-hmm. or her you know, mm-hmm. you know for whatever term crazy conception of what nature is mm-hmm. and there's truth to it yeah as in a lot of ideologies can contain truth but like clearly hers is like it's just like fixated on all the problems yeah, there and we're ent- and sorry and just real briefly and we are entering her mind in Eden, so it makes sense that the film we're presented with, insofar as it's a presentation of Eden, which is her mind, is going to be a negative view and it's gonna like be most of the negative aspects of nature and stuff. Like that doesn't mean Trier like thinks these are in total like the com- like encompassing like, like the film itself doesn't even try to claim that it's these are all the encompassing things of what it is for nature to be. Um. Instead, it's just showing you all of her uh, radical interpretations of nature and stuff. So I don't. Yeah, that, that's just to like backtrack on the like a, back up a little bit on the whole claim that she is nature and mm-hmm. all of this is correct and whatever. Any claims like that, you know, um, they really it really is like her nature slash. And in many yeah. cases, some reality to it, but it, it is grounded in her. Yeah. 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 Her
1: as. Yeah, her is a vehicle of nature as she conceives it.
3: As she, yeah, as she conceives it, being important, but yeah.
1: But I also think she also, like, uh, there's, like, an element of vengeance, too, right? Like, the the, the vengeance against men isn't in tune, like,
5: that doesn't seem to me to be in the same tune of of nature.
3: Sorry, so, Jacob, did you have something to say, too?
5: I just was going to bring up something completely different. Oh. Um. Is she, anti-nature? Yeah. is she the
1: anti-nature, uh, the antichrist?
5: So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just say it. So you know when he like crawls into the hole. I'm watching mm-hmm. that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's obviously him, uh, going into a vagina, right? Yeah, <laughs> Yes. yeah. A giant, huge, <laughs> gaping hole. Yeah, I think so. At the root of a tree. I just thought, I just thought that was fun, dude. Oh. That he like enters yeah. the feminine, yeah. you know. Yeah. And like the feminine is like, like a like a abyss, you know. Yeah, gets blocked like off with like, the
1: rock. a rock. Little yeah. Christ imagery also.
5: Yeah, ironically. Yeah, and then he and then he, yeah <clears throat> and then she digs him out. Yeah, the tomb.
1: Yeah, of a burial. Yeah. It
5: looks like he got buried alive. Yeah.
3: I I really I really think that like the more we're talking about it, I really do think that this is much less. A depiction of like the true reality of nature and much more him just coming to terms with her conception of nature like and i think chair is even trying to say that like i think i think the fact that like messing up his feet means she's acting against nature super important yes and the fact and the fact that we're entering eden and we know it to mm. be like her space this is her space like and mm-hmm. all this um and it's her psychic thought like like are we are we really trying and so and he sees the, all these things in nature he sees like the deer with the fetus but he's already in eden you know it's not like these are the truths he's just seeing what her uh, psyche is actually like he's coming to terms with what it really is to be her you know mm-hmm. well, i think yeah. but i think
1: i don't want to i don't want
3: to i want to uh, keep
1: a distinguished i want to i am a, i think i'm an advocate for maintaining a distinction between uh like her perception and uh material reality because if we totally conceive of Eden as a place of her psychic like manifestation then the ways in which nature seems to consciously conspire against them seem as if they are like you know just not figments of her mind but i i don't know i i well, think the film is still saying that it actually is
0: you know Well th- this is this is well, I think that. Okay, maybe maybe this well, is. I want it to be both. Well, yeah, that I, maybe this is in response ones. to that because I think that I think that you th- feel that like, um, Defoe's character is wrong, for quite a lot of the film, you know, or wrong in some respect that he's like trying that he's like not understanding, like that she's scared of something that's real and that she. Seeing something that's real and responding to it like uh, appropriately, in some sense, um, and I, the thing is, is that I don't think that the film, like the they are in her like psychic space or whatever when they're in Eden, but like I, I don't know. I think I think that Willem Defoe still is like wrong, which implies that there is like a reality to. There, there is like a a there is something about like the, the, um. There is something about the world that sh- sh- that is not just her, or maybe it is still her psychic, um, or, or her interpretation of, like nature or whatever. But it still is correct enough that like Willem Dafoe can still be wrong. Like I don't think he's just wrong in the context of her interpretation of nature. I think that he's like wrong no, and and yeah, and but yeah. that but the point is is that it implies that there is still well, nature and not yeah. just her interpretation of nature which i don't think i mean steven i don't necessarily think you were saying that but that was more as like a synthesis of right what right. troy's saying well, and you're saying
3: well how about this i mean she uh you imagine so is depressed while he's making this or whatever he's probably interacted with therapists right he thrives depression maybe not but Maybe we can assume he has at some point, right? Or something, even briefly. And uh maybe he talks about it somewhere. I don't know. Why would but, you like,
1: assume he's cringe?
3: But uh what was I gonna say? Sorry. <laughs> um, like when you go to see a therapist, like have any has, has anybody here been to a therapist? Mm, I have. Not that I'll admit uh, to. Did, did you feel <laughs> did you feel like they got it off the bat? Did you feel like they really got it? You no, know, whatever you, yeah. <laughs> so so there is like there's this ubiquitous feeling about like uh seeing a therapist where you're like, I don't know, I don't think they get it. Like, and now clearly if you continue sessions, you might start to break that down. That could be a defense barrier, maybe, or it could be the truth of things. Who knows? Maybe it's just a bad therapist. But like Willem Dafoe's character doesn't get it. He just does not get it. It doesn't matter how whether if if he's saying it correct, if he's saying something right or wrong, we as a viewer no and and his abil- inability to affect his, his impotent state signifies that he just does not get it there's something there's something at the core of things he doesn't get so when he you know when he's going into her world or whatever this is very much like uh uh yeah what was i saying so this was in response to John's idea um yeah like it 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 can still be like he he's entering her psychic reality which is real like it doesn't it doesn't mean like um uh like he, he's coming to terms with like the 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 breadth of human experience or something like that, or including her suffering, like in particular her suffering. And like he's truly giving himself into it. Like he's falling into the pit, you know, the 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 abyssal pit, right? Um and like uh maybe that's maybe that's why what you were saying earlier with Troy with the therapist, like there, there's like a doom for failure thing insofar as you shouldn't treat relatives, right? Um all all I'm trying to say though is that. It can this this world can be any any claims about like the the truth of nature or something like that. I don't think that necessarily has to be the case. Um External to her, so like when he in- encounters her and gets to know her and like and like understands her problems, the guy Willem Dafoe is understanding like uh, the truth of her psychic reality. It's not like he's just talking to a batshit crazy person. There's like truth to it i don't i actually don't ex- expand outward nearly as much as troy does i think um is the major difference
0: could, could i
3: but i still believe it as real you know like there's still reality to it
0: um one thing that is a part of this um before we were talking about this change of when we realized the whole putting like deforming the kid's feet um like on purpose or whatever putting the shoes on the wrong feet or like this, like her imposing herself on something that like doing something unnatural or whatever. Um, I think that it's interesting because that is the, like in this new context of just what we've kind of established about, like if you're to take it as like, they're, um, in a sense dealing more with her interpretation of, of nature as opposed to like nature itself or something like that or if they're kind of the same thing etc cetera, etc cetera. but it is like more contained within Eden as being her Eden or something like that than the um her doing that to the kid um I think is like the realization that you're further inside of that that Willem Dafoe is um like the th- like, I don't know. You have all all this, all these things with like the acorns on the roof and stuff, and then like the weird bugs on his hand and stuff, and like all this stuff of like kind of this like nature that he's kind of like refusing to point at and be like, he's refusing to totally acknowledge and that he's afraid of it and that it's real and that it's rational or something for him to be afraid of it, um, because it admits like failure of his rationality or something or like the worldview that he's purporting and trying to impose upon her, and that so you have all of that um and him like coming to terms with that and then the point of realization that he like is also that like the 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 nature that he's like kind of afraid to recognize or something and that the nature that she is afraid of or something um Gosh, how am I trying to say this? Just that he's like, the, 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 that she's like imposing herself on the child or whatever. And the realization of this, that she's like acting against nature in this way, is like a moment when like he realizes like the separation between like this thing that he's fearing and like the reality that, uh, that he's inside of that is her Eden or something like that. Does that make sense? Like, like, and that's when, um, and that's when I feel like there becomes, that, and that, yeah, and that's when there's, like, the turn of her being, like, totally crazy or whatever, you know, because it's, like, it's it, it suddenly there's, like, a separation between, like, this thing that he's coming to realize is real and her interpretation of it and seeing, like, some kind of separation in those or something like that, maybe. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That is so not being said well.
5: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was totally totally tuned out. I
0: I
1: tried. I Sorry. tried for the most part I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Yeah. But at the end I do agree <laughs> that uh, that that the reveal of the well the first reveal is really the the handwriting, right? Um but it doesn't really matter if it's the handwriting or the baby feet. Oh, They, ha- the they handwriting. Happen, Dude, the, the handwriting, handwriting is so the handwriting awesome, happens so before awesome. the baby feet. Yeah. So I think that's the first reveal But what is revealed is what I think is what you're saying is that the distance between his psyche and hers is revealed to be insane, right? Like the distance, like they know, like the Venn diagram is thought to be mostly overlapping, but, you know, turns out she's in a different galaxy of of psyche. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, oh my gosh, like I actually have no idea what she is experiencing and that's what's scary, right?
3: But I, I wonder. Well, now he gets it a little bit better. Yeah. Now well, he kind of well, he gets. gets it a well, bit he
1: better. gets that he does not get it. <clears throat> right. I, like, I liked your discussion of Stevens. Whether or not it was, you know, like, do you, do they really get it, right? And I agree with this thing, right? And I I, I wouldn't be surprised. This is a film that Lars just made to show his therapist, to maybe maybe the therapist will now get it. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's important if we think that Willem Dafoe at the end gets it, and I think my vote will. I don't know I don't know exactly what I think but I think the fact I think him murdering her is instrumental to him coming closer to getting it.
3: Agreed. I agree right because the murder
1: moment the- is it just seems like the murder moment is so
3: yeah. Uh, yeah, but right. then after after
4: he murders her like you know he's enters into like this very mystical looking world, you know, like similar to, you know, how she could have been experiencing life you know like the ground isn't on fire but it's like made of like all these fucking like people and shit you know
1: yeah it's this weird the place and like all the while as soon as she snaps everything becomes foggy right and um i mean i think that's relevant because in the end it's foggy but it's also as in the beginning
3: it's the Um, same song
1: it's the same song same black and white i think it's still under discussed or at least by us at this point but Anyway, I wonder if, if he gets it and like um, if it's gettable. Like, is this going to be in the same category as Marionette's where ultimately he cannot get it? And if not, like, why make the film? Because I feel like the film is an attempt in some sense for us to get it as well.
3: Yeah, so the question is, is getting it like uh, getting it? Or is it getting the fact that you won't get it? you know like Mm -hmm. like both are in some sense a revelation and bring you closer to something right yeah like you you either get it or you understand that you won't get it which is a revelation in itself you know Mm -hmm. um and i think it can be reason you can be reasonably argued that he fits either either one i don't know which
1: yeah it's tough because it it seems like there's a very obviously strong argument for that you cannot get it and at the same time when he kills her like he I think cannot, that's so important. yeah. He yeah. The the kill. We maybe we can talk about the killing, but it seems clear that he cannot get her, right? Like he cannot envelop her. He can only destroy her or something like this. But but also us as the audience, I feel like there's a lot of effort made for us to get it right. Like there's a lot of uh, psychologizing and visualization of the mind of her, and there's you know incredibly well portrayed anxiety, right? Both atmospherically. And, uh, like, literally, like, we, we sort of adopt her perspective as she's having uh, panic attacks and stuff, which is, I, I thought it was just fantastic. But, um, you know, I'm just saying, like, the film clearly is attempting, at times, to bring us closer to the experience of anxiety and despair. Um, but at the same time, it seems that the, psych, the therapist character uh, cannot actually come into contact with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, it kind of seems like it does when he murders her it feels like i don't don't know i mean when when if if we think of it as being like like her it you know like her version of it is like her psyche it could be like this unbroachable thing between like any two subjects like you can't like i don't know um it's like a, it's like a doomed mission from the start like to let someone into your psyche like that you know like there's no way they could ever get it type of thing clearly mm-hmm. she's a radical case but maybe you could say like that's the case like in all people and all uh subjects you know mm. um that when you truly like no and that's why we don't do that ever like we don't bring people to eden you know to our eden you know like th- there's always a distance we keep you know even between like loved ones i think um i don't know
4: I mean, she tried to keep it, di- I mean, like, you know, yeah, in right. some in some yeah. ways, like, he's instrumentalizing right. her becoming evil because, like, he's trying to, like, get her to come in contact, you know, exposure therapy with what it is that she's mm. been trying to, like, avoid this whole time. Let it in. Mm.
1: Don't escape it. Embrace
4: it.
3: Yeah. You hear this all the yeah. time. And she and, and it's funny because it's, mm. it's about him in a sense because he's trying to get into it. Yeah. He's trying to understand it so let it in which is him in part but it's it's a double entendre it's not like he stands it's not they're both same thing but it's two different things with the same sentence you know it's like mm-hmm. it's both letting him in as well as letting like uh him see the nature of things and her letting the nature of things in and things like that him
1: penetrating her i actually yeah. i yeah i do think he gets it by the way i'm i'm officially on the on the classic classic movie about all these different things, but ultimately, it's an act of communication from one I, character to another, where I think she that, had to get murdered by him in order to communicate to him what she was experiencing, which is this I, like, animal I think, rage.
4: I think the ending <laughs> scene indicates that he gets it. Like, the environment that he's in, Yeah, I think, is like an adoption of... Well, he's eating berries, too. Like, yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He
1: is eating berries, and I agree. Yeah, he is in this
4: like just very like a theory, like yeah this like yeah he's not he's not in like a world that feels material like he's in this very ethereal he's in her like place you're right he's in hers that's right
0: dude the opening sequence in- no sorry go ahead Jacob you say something no you say I was it. just going to say that the opening sequence is so <laughs> beautiful Hot. it looks so dude. insane and i'm going to steal something that troy brought up at one point a long time ago when i first watched it um which is when you have the shot of uh pp and vv whoa, whoa the, come on whoa, man. come on but yeah man. but when you when you have the when you have the
1: the this like <laughs> it's cock and pussy yeah but
0: well, when you <laughs> but when you when you have that shot or whatever nice the um it um like shows you that what the re- that the rest of this film like it immediately sets the stage for this film being like to something totally personal and like uh private and intimate in a way that like um another film like it, it just throws you directly into like this yeah. way too intimate space or something like that and is like this film is going to be about, like, this um, this level of intimacy or whatever that is going on right. with, yeah. like, nothing else, you know?
1: Yeah, no, something, and it almost speaks to the previous conversation, but it's, like, something that you should not have access to, something you shouldn't see, something private and kept away. And, like, uh, no, I mean, yeah, it's so true. It's such a great opening scene. Maybe we could, Maybe we could just talk for a long time about the craft, but, like, it hasn't really been talked about how the film feels, especially at various times, but like, it's just so fucking insane and so well done. It's so crazy. All the highly composed shots mixed with yeah, like I, this crazy realism. But, dude, but, when I wrote dude, this down as like an idea I want to steal for making something, but <laughs> when when they're having sex in the room and she bites him, mm-hmm. that is insane when like uh not not necessarily content wise obviously it's crazy but but like were you scared was it like oh you know or, you know it, i mean it, it kind of is intense well, you're talking right? about, you're talking about when they're
0: like kind of like giggling and stuff and it's all like yeah not they're unhappy. giggling and shit and then, that part, and then he it goes, feels, ah! yeah it feels so but, good but there's no cut and then there's no
1: anything it's realism through and through and, and you never it. see
4: that I was scared. I thought some like I thought some shit was good.
1: Right, yeah. it's scary. Seriously, when was the last time you like there was a shot where you got scared, and there was no cut immediately before or after? Like it just continued through, and there wasn't any audio work. There was not right. It's just a him yelping like a little animal.
0: Yeah, it's because it's really There's all, it's all really sorts like, of stuff like this. So it really insane. is like so like that like moment or whatever. Like there has to be some like crazy level of like trust you know i don't know just them like like i don't know they're just like tickling each other or whatever you know and they're just naked and then she just bites yeah. him and it's like such a violation or something like
1: the naked i mean all the sex stuff is so
0: great yeah like, i I do
1: find myself thinking about the actors it's like damn these guys are pros yeah
3: charlotte oh, yeah. gainsbourg needs to be referenced by name she goes so oh my hard. gosh
1: insanely hard she yeah. does
3: so well i mean like this this shoddy Looked so depressed. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. Oh my god, what a good job, right? Like, she is one of the. Yeah, I'm. She doesn't a massive, need to All she needs fan. to do is just be a woman.
1: <laughs> massive, massive fan. Charlotte is an absolute master. And worth noting that she is also the protagonist in a different Trier film
3: yeah.
1: called Nymphomaniac that's like five hours long. And. Extremely good in my view. I,
3: she also, I think, was in a fragrance. She like was like either the Prada woman or the some some fucking like w- like a or like a like a Saint Laurent woman. Like like you know how they have like one mascot actor actress. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. All 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 of these brands have a. Have like eight, or Spunk many some of them have multiple but yeah a lot of them have one where they just have them in the ad you know and they mm-hmm. they're, they're they're for like five years yeah, yeah have one, you know a capital uh, one. She, she's one of i forget which brand but she's she i saw her in an ad and she was one of them mm. kind of cool Dude, no, yeah, it's, it's interesting series. to know
0: that she plays oh I don't know if that's a just the uh melancholia well, the character she plays in *Melancholia*. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right.
0: That's that right. She it's just substantially different and also an incredibly oh impressive God. performance.
1: Have we watched any other Traer film? Yeah, we've only done Dogville.
0: Yeah.
4: On the pod. But On we've the all pod? seen House of Jack built. Maybe Jacob hasn't. I don't know. Yeah,
1: dude. Trier produces, I'm pretty sure, nothing but absolute bangers.
4: So so far I have been I've wait, been loving Troy. Wait a so second.
3: Are you saying that Hanukkah doesn't Troy? Uh, yeah, Hanukkah did have a misstep. I think. Oh yeah, which one?
1: Uh, Night of the Wolf. Outed. I, was, I wasn't a big fan of that one. Outed. Outed. That's
4: actually. I bet that's film. Brody's favorite. That's I bet that's That's the best thing. That's actually the best film they ever made. Yeah,
3: yeah, now no, no, we, we got we, we got to do that one. Um, look. I, I, I agree Honka. there's so much to talk about with this film and stuff but like i kind of gotta go soon but like clearly Ooh. there's so many <laughs> shots and awesome shots and everything but we yeah, should like, watch breaking the way oh i guess I, i'm down wait to i forget talking. no okay. so i no wait, wait wait time out i'm the uh i'm the host this time i did the intro so no, i get i get to you decide no you i get to decide broadcast. i get to decide look how many more minutes do you need i never do how many decide. more minutes do you want
1: i just want to keep talking
3: Oh my God! You can leave. Bro. You don't have to stay. You don't have to Dude, stay. You can go. You're what about when sh- he? I want to give my final thoughts. I want to give my final thoughts now. Well, man, is he well? No, well let's time out, the room. Time. I'm willing to go I, longer, go but we are we are myself. at. I'm I'm willing to do a bit more time, but we are at two hours and fifteen minutes right now. Yeah, no, we're not. at two. We're at
4: two hours. Time limits. are at one. we're at six. I'm just looking at. I just thought about the two thirty
3: time
1: limits. Time limits aren't real. And look, I obviously can't do myself. I'm just expressing my vote for continuing but also you don't have to stay the whole time and also if no one else wants, if people are kind of feeling down that, that's that
5: i'm oh. gonna keep talking all right
3: i'm out
1: but well, okay well oh, hold man. on give us yourself well,
3: yeah 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna how much more time do you have uh i gotta go like by five o'clock i should leave here by five o'clock
1: For the audience at home that's in 20 minutes
3: uh yeah it's in 20 minutes um but i'm gonna go now because i don't give a fuck what anyone has to say
1: (laughs) you've already said all the good stuff
3: so uh yeah and anyways maybe put this at the end maybe i can still do uh, closing thoughts everyone yeah Uh, yeah i'll 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 splice you in closing thoughts so sorry so for my closing thoughts (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and give uh give this movie a uh drum roll uh, uh <laughs> 4.2. A well, 4.2. It's a great movie. Everyone should go see it. Uh I just wish he hadn't fucked up the ending. Yeah. <laughs> so true. No. Um. Oh my God. No, uh yeah. Anyways. <laughs> like I was saying at the beginning, and I guess now we're all gonna talk about it. Okay, now they're gonna talk about while I'm leaving is just how awesome, how much there was. When I was mentioning my, in my opening thoughts, I was like, there's a, there's like, what what the fuck was it? Um, there's so many different ways that things are achieved in this. It's like, a, it's like if you imagine a painting, a mixed media painting, you know? But without just being like this sporadic, you know, crazy, zany thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the dream sequences, the hazy things, These things which aren't even dreams they're like uh they're just like crazy uh you know the black and white like cryptic uh, cryptic stuff the um the opening shot where it's like just this you know music and everything it's silent you know um there's so many oh and then there's the interiority where it's like a flashback with the child like playing there's so many things in this film um i think that's like one of the coolest parts and why it's like so engaging actually is just how how like big it feels anyways yeah i'm gonna go i'll save okay. this file send it into the to the oh. editor yeah
4: thank you or to the editor to the editor, thank yeah. you for sending yeah, that to the, the editor.
3: Editor. Yeah. to the editor yeah. thank you for the editor it's yeah. uh our, our editor it's, Ranjesh. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah yeah Raj, Raj <laughs> um
4: <laughs> anyway. okay, okay. Peace no out bye
0: bye. see you um, one thing to, to piggyback on that the uh, I think that's something that's always that's so crazy about Trier in general is uh every one of his films like he has some serious exercise in form and style that is so um like purposeful and effective and and just works well. I don't know. I was just thinking like, as I was watching it, I don't know, I've become like allergic to um like over stylizing things, you know, like a twenty four like let's just like now there's a dream sequence and there's these colors and now it's, it's black neon. and white, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and like I, I I've like become allergic to that and it's like it was really just um, it reminded me that like extreme stylization and like utilization of these like tools or something like can be done correctly in a way that is extremely effective and like there, there's a reason for them. And it, like the film never feels as though it's like black and white for the sake of black and white or whatever it is. It's like everything is just so effective and so um, like it all just feels right and never feels like you're, oh, and now we're going to do an exercise in style, you know, which is like how yeah, that, yeah. that sort of thing almost always feels. And
1: yeah, it always feels like it's engineered for that. Someone can say, I love the cinematography. Yeah. Like or it just yeah. does it ultimately feels non-communicative. Whereas like I, like I love just for an example, when she's walking from stone to stone and yeah, really good. mid-walk there's this crazy shot yeah. of it looks like you're in you're back in the forest which we've seen multiple times yeah. before where it's a kind of hostile forest lit by one moving extremely bright Dude, light all so it looks like you're back so in the forest insane. it looks like you're in the forest in like the woods and then all of a sudden her foot comes in mm-hmm. and you realize it's actually a macro shot of under the leaves and it's her barefoot and it's exposed to what you were just thinking of as like a large, expansive, what's in the shadows forest. Mm-hmm. And like all this stuff, right? It's not just, wow, you know? Dude, lots it's of, so awesome. Yeah.
4: Lots of foot imagery in this one. Because remember, he knocks yeah. the bottle over with his foot. The f- yeah. kid's foot mm-hmm. is messed up. My feet are burning. That's true. My feet. That's yeah. such oh, interesting. No, that's I, I did. I
5: think, I think I caught one error, though. Whoa! Okay. In the in the film,
4: this will be this. now it's a four point nine. <laughs> this is um,
5: like a like an editing error. There's like a weird cut in the scene where he's like, "I'm going to be nature, and you're going to be rationality." because it's like a, it's a shot of her, and then he's he's not in frame, and for a second it sounds like uh. It, 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 it like jumps to like a new it's like a, a new shot of the same thing but it's slightly different and you could see kind of like there, there's like a cut and then it kind of sounds like he is now like doing like a like a voiceover or something
0: um i think to to, to be fair
5: to be, of, yeah the sorry,
0: to, yeah. Be, to be fair treer is like that's like a true yeah true just like cuts you know? whenever he. Cuts, uh, weird Trier cuts. Literally, dude, that, whenever he dude, feels there's, like, like it.
4: The, the, the one that like really like <laughs> stood out in my mind was when she like throws the wrench under the house. Like there was this the weirdest cut I think throughout the whole film. I wish Not, I could like show it or something. But it wasn't but like it was it like, like, wasn't just like a drawing. weird cut.
5: It was like a shot of the same thing, but like they I did a different take. It. It, it looked like they did another take and it was like slightly different because it just cuts.
1: No, the the wrench thing, she throws it under, and as soon as it sort of is like down in there, it cuts to her maybe five seconds later, just standing there thinking or something. But that okay. is a very true thing is like emotional editing, emotional cuz where it, he just skips through. Um, he tries to edit for the emotional. Narrative and not no, but, to, but I'm saying,
5: yeah, okay, yeah, but whatever. you're saying
4: like there's like a discontinu- get discontinuity. yeah, you think there's in? like a
1: discontinuity error, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah um, discontinuity,
1: era. yeah, no, this is actually a time I travel don't. film, no, no, <laughs> it's he
5: not, actually did no, it's not this. a discontinuity, it's it's the same scene, he's like mid sentence, but then it does a cut to a different, sh- to a new shot of the same thing, but she she she, she like moves like this, it's like. You know, there's, like, a little movement.
1: Oh, with, where um, it's then, on the, the, her or it's on him?
5: Yeah, it's on, it's on her, That feels and he's just talking, super and there's, like, a cut, and she's just, like, slightly moved. So, it, you know, it seems like they did another take because something went wrong or whatever. And so she's just, like, ever so... It, that's how it looked. I don't know if it was, like, a stream thing that, like, it jumped a little bit, but uh, it looked like it was a cut.
1: I like when she smashes his penis and then jerks it off.
5: Yeah. Well, what does it mean? He he jizzes blood. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's all over her shirt.
0: so gnarly. Like, dude, so oh gnarly. I gosh. like that he
1: passes out, and it just is like maybe the best. Like, you could have imagined. I mean, maybe for the plot, he had to go unconscious so she can put the thing through his leg. But um, I remember being so like right when she does it, it's like, Shh! and then his unconsciousness is like, only Well, no, I think it's actually better than him writhing around, because we get plenty of that later, and I feel like his unconsciousness just serves, like, he does not wake up for his leg getting a hole drilled through it. Yeah. I feel like it just serves as, like, this weird presence as a reminder of just how insanely painful it must have been for his, uh, like, pelvis to get chopped by that wood, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so painful, it he passes out. And not even, you know, he passes out so hard that he doesn't get woken up by her drilling through his leg, you know? Mm-hmm. And, then, yeah, a... and then he pisses blood, she jerks it off. It's just like, she just acts so, it feels compulsive. Like, the same way she masturbates and wants to have him to have sex with her, felt the same as her jerking him off. Like, she's, like, compulsively... Trying to chase this like schizo conception of woman. Yeah, like oh, I'm, I'm gonna jerk you off. That's what and I like do. To, I
4: mean, like a lot of it, like actually, never mind. Cut okay. that. <laughs> I was about to say something not right.
1: Um, I love Willem Dafoe.
0: Yeah, Willem Defoe is a so surely Gaines. I love every, the body
1: doubles. You guys, every time you guys, under- you know that, right? Yeah. I mean, what? you know that. But, like, it's, you never actually see Willem Dafoe's penis.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I. William Dafoe. William Dafoe, I will always associate with the Green Goblin. Because the first time I ever had, like, a favorite movie in consciousness that I've seen a million times was Spider Man 1. So, Gr- William Dafoe will always be the Green Goblin to me. Mm.
5: Uh, yeah. chaos Rain. dude so
0: epic oh my god when that yes. happened i was like dude, it really what the it fu- really is so <laughs> dude that part is so insane dude like just yeah. the, just the fox it, yeah. eating itself and like oh yeah. my gosh it's so like the i love that it's like bro the deer i love just all these like just hellish uh, images of just like nature, you know, like that one, like when she's walking, doing the walking exercise, you know, and like with the shot that we were talking oh, about man. earlier, yeah. and then she's like, "Okay, I made it," and then suddenly she just looks up, and the camera just pans, and then it's just like this insane series of events with this like baby chick fall, like the- it's not just a baby chick falling, it's a baby chick falling, getting eaten by ants, and then it gets picked up by a hawk, like presumably like its parent, maybe I don't know, and then like gets, dude. And it's just... I took it yeah, as well, food. I
1: thought it was, like, no, someone else getting dinner.
5: Because, so yeah, like, uh, way, all so of the different... All the horrifying. animals... It seems like all the animals have some, like, parental relationship. Like, the deer has the dead doe or what The dead yeah. deer hanging Dude, out that of she it. Was,
4: that shit was yeah. crazy. And, so
5: like, didn't the fox... Didn't the fox have, like, a parent fox? Like, it was, like, the baby fox and, like, the parent fox was, like, over it while it was eating itself. Mm. Mm. And like the parent fox. I just watched the fox thing. There's only one fox. No, I swear there head. was there were two foxes.
1: Well, there's more than one fox in the movie, but this scene where it's nah. in the grass. Why is it got a bell <laughs> on it though?
5: Anyway, well,
0: it's a baby well, there's, fox. There's anyway yeah, There's
4: the obvious one where like they're under the tree that's like raining acorns, like that's like the offspring of the tree, and there's yeah. like you know it's always above them.
0: And- I wanted to
1: talk about that because I felt like that was interesting. because She describes it as something that seemed like instrumental in her coming to her view of like the situation dude yeah but like like, that, like what that, was it it was like well, the oak tree, like
4: nature like death or something so what the hell does she say so
1: she talks about how the oak tree in order to propagate only needs to prude for like only needs to reproduce once every 100 years mhm uh but all these acorns right but it but but nature has willed it such that like thousands of acorns you know dropping down and so all she hears when the thud of the acorn is like the thud of her child hitting the ground and then he's like shut the hell up acorns Dude, i know you know don't it, actually it, produce that lead. is
0: like probably one of the most extreme examples of him just like totally bluntly not understanding because it's like the thing is is like he and un- he is like understanding it totally like literally as like she's like crying over acorns and not as like her coming like her understanding like this totally real thing through like this like metaphorical mode or something you know and it's just like that that is one of the times where you're really just like oh my gosh you could not be more like just an idiot you know like for willing to and isn't
1: even wrong acorns do sorry i don't mean to interrupt acorns are seeds. They are. Yeah. So, what does he say? He said, "You know well, the acorns don't make." Uh...
0: I think he just says something like, "That be totally they off base like, here." They, they don't like. It's not the same thing as like a person dying or something like that.
4: Well, I don't this know. I just, rem- I just me- remember. I just remember that. I don't think an acorn is a seed.
1: It is. It contains a seed. It's a yeah, But I
4: think there's there's something there's something else about it that's like different. And I remember this like, dude, this is so stupid. I shouldn't, we shouldn't even be talking about this. But like, I remember this thing in my biology class that was like, put like these like acorns is like categorically different for some reason, and that they were called something else because of the way that they propagate.
0: I don't, all don't know. All I, could I know be wrong. is
1: I'm reading that acorns are a nut and they contain usually one to two seeds.
0: Guys. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I need to, right. I, I don't know if you guys want to keep talking for another hour or something, but I, I gotta go.
5: I'm, I'm down to wrap things up. Um, th- I just want to say this movie made me afraid of sex. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. true.
0: That movie made me afraid dude, of It one. makes me, dude, I went to the, oh, I yeah? went to the gas this station. Movie made me afraid. I went to the gas station, like after, you know. I just went outside and it's like the movie just makes you like just I don't know man, it just makes me so anxious. Like it just makes me like just nervous about like everything, whether or not it's like any of the things that were represented in the movie. Like I'm scared about getting like like just like stabbed or something, you know, as like I like go to the gas station or just like I'm gonna get in a car crash or
5: like I don't know, man. Yeah.
4: Before before No, go ahead, Troy. I was just like,
5: yeah, this movie made me afraid of women and (laughs) sex. Yeah, (laughs) so true, so true,
1: so true. Uh, I also want to say, before you wrap, I I don't know, I have a comment that maybe is meta. It's not about the movie, but, like, I think, uh, obviously, the movie rocks. I think there's something about, like, um, there's no, there's no, I don't know any other movie like this that, like, is even in the same, like, league in terms of accomplishing what it does. Uh, and I feel like with the scores or whatever I was just thinking earlier I'm not really I'm mostly just commenting on my own thoughts that I heard earlier I had earlier, but uh I feel like there's a drive to not give this movie some extremely high score because it doesn't seem to be like uh, explicitly positive
4: i I disagree. I, and think I don't it know is. why. I didn't I didn't come out, I didn't come out of the film feeling like dude some, something something about Trier being so like christ pilled yeah. and God-pilled makes me like always have faith in his filmmaking that it isn't overtly negative. Like similarly to Dogville, you know? Like yeah. Dogville's kind of like Dogville's like,
1: exact like total misanthrope. Yeah.
4: But like but like There's I don't anything. know, so, something about uh, it's it, it's it's faith in the director that I have, I guess. Which only, you, I know you, I know you're on I'm board. I'm big on that.
1: But if only you yeah. had faith in a certain other director. But, yeah.
4: Well, he no, hasn't agree. earned my I faith. I think
1: this is. I think this is like Dogville. I think this is honestly a lot better than Dogville. But I think it's like Dogville in that it is kind of. Dogville is much more clearly misanthropic, uh, but also ultimately speaks to like some insane richness of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, and you know, Triller is like he's Christ pilled for sure, but he's also like does not believe in God.
4: Yeah, but he's like he's Christ pilled. Like us. he's yeah, but he, and he's like person pilled, you yeah. know, which is like based.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like uh-huh. the film. Is like an act, like a a a, a expor, exploration of a certain kind of evil, or how one can like um, misinterpret the world, and then like um, have it become evil or something, like drive someone to be evil or something like that by like incorporating like some extreme interpretation of something that is like still horrible or whatever, just like nature, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but the, I, I think the point is that it is still like nested within like a moral universe and that these things are like wrong. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's well, like, it's I so think... far from being, it's so far from like, um purporting something that is evil as being I mean, good or something you know like like even like though just, it yeah
4: just is f-
0: like, just I don't know even though like so so a few like good just, yeah, things just, happen or something in the film yeah
4: like just the fact that like he had like I mean even explicitly like you know remember when Def- William Defoe's like uh, good and evil isn't part of therapy like uh, first of all, obviously it is. secondly like the true like has an understanding and you know believes quote unquote in like good and evil as compared to, say, like, a hyper-rationalist who there is no good and evil, like, you know, whatever.
1: I don't see him as, like... I feel like, uh, like, Trier and his films, what I find most convincing about them is that I think they exist in, like, a world of moral ambiguity. And, like like, I don't think this film... I disagree with the sense that, like, it obviously exists in a moral universe. Like, I think part of what's compelling about it is like I think there's an atmosphere of is her behavior legitimate, well, right? Or like well, things like well, I this. think
0: no, I think that okay. There's a difference between acknowledging like the existing of like right and wrong, and then the interpretation of what that is. And I think Trier is just incredibly honest about the ambiguity of that and how difficult that is to like navigate or to purport as being this thing or that thing or whatever you know mm-hmm. i i think i don't think that i don't think i don't think that he's i'm yeah i'm with okay. you i
1: think would it be fair to say that like he's totally ambiguous as to whether or not there really exists a right and wrong but it's relatively clear that he thinks things matter sure like it it ma like that some like something is going on that is worth
0: uh you know? um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, the, yeah. His like exploration of like ambiguity. Oh my gosh. I want to reference other films now. Like this is hard just cause. Yeah, I know. But the, the, I don't know. Yeah. I mean that, that he, he in, in in other films, he really pushes to the limits, like morality or something like that in like twisting it and being Mm -hmm. like, well, what if we went to the most extreme in this way? Like, is this still good or something like that? Like, I don't think that his project is to, like, be like, well, look how meaningless this is because it's so extreme and it doesn't make sense anymore or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. which, I'm yeah, you. which I feel is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got to go. I'm getting tired. All right. Uh, wait. Yeah. I
4: mean, okay. So before we get into scores, I was reading one star reviews. So we, before we movie. give our so scores, let's see bad. what IMD, IMDb yeah. one-star review Dude, the reviews. The oh, reviews like the in Amazon general ones. are so sad. Uh, like, th- no, they're, they're, they're
0: you know,
1: Amazon one-star reviews for films that are certified bangers Okay, always hilarious.
4: Hours and hours of senseless, senseless, monotonous scenes where nothing happens. XXX pornography, general, genital mutilation, male and female, torture, animal gore nothing whatsoever about an antichrist <laughs> that's, that that's, that's, yeah, that's really yeah great. that's that, I thought that was an yeah, epic review yeah it's good okay. to
1: give uh it's good that the audience feels that they're represented on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so look,
0: i think you're stupid meant, all right so <laughs> okay closing thoughts um right. yeah this film is i'm just kidding. this film is so good uh yeah this film is so good um definitely yeah to just uh stand by stand by stephen and his thoughts about like the just our sentiments about like the the use of the kind of stylistic tools or whatever trier is like a a master of using these things using like the tools at his disposal like for um communicating what he wants to communicate Mm -hmm. and that this film communicates that what which he tries to communicate and it does it it does it no and it does it well and like i don't know yeah this film is just awesome love this film um give it
4: a 4.4 4.7 4.7 banger yeah that's it if i could i give it I, i would give it a no i i think it's Dogville is my highest, but I would it put is. Dogville Dogville is my highest, but I'd put Dogville actually, not Dogville. I don't even know is. I think Dogville it's like the is. same. It's like 4.8 or 4.7. It's one of those.
5: Wow. All right. Big score. Um So yeah, this movie was awesome. Jam-packed with symbols, jam-packed with intensity. Action. You know, you got a, we got a minimalist uh approach here. With the just two characters, we got a dialectic going. It's insane, okay? There's evil shit happening. Penises are getting fucking smashed, okay? Clitorises are getting cut the fuck off, all right? <laughs> Nothing is being left out in this film. We're going to fucking Insano Town, and we're just shaking and having chills. Um, So, yeah, insane movie. I'm going to give it a 4.3. Nice, nice.
1: All these banger scores. I hope. Uh, I hope Elsmore's. I hope that is the intro. Because, was... <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with everything Elsmore said. To put it to put it succinctly, this is a film of enormous power. This is a very powerful film, and you are going to lose if you try and fight this. Oh, don't recommend Submit it, buddy. To nature.
4: I thought you were gonna say I was gonna lose the contest of who gets the movie the most. Oh yeah, you lose you the are. contest against you are. block.
1: You will I'm giving it four point nine. Dude, not fair. I give it a five. I give it a five. You wanna give it a five? No,
4: I don't want to give it a five. Okay. I just really wanted to win. Alright, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good goodbye, everyone.
1: There's so much stuff coming.
0: A shot by <laughs> we shot have, we have a gigantic shot by
1: shot discussion of some archive. film will happen at some point and 400 um, episodes oh, archived. No. we, we love you we hit 100k on a youtube video thank you india pakistan and general thank you, thank you, southeast thank you. asia thank you um we love our czech republic audience we know you're out there you're one of the only uh nationalities really uh really supporting us <laughs> um do we have any more shout outs to the audience shout out the people who don't uh, shout, shout, out, out, to shout out to the people who don't watch don't the think... movies
0: they just
5: listen to our podcast
0: and then talk about it with
5: their yeah, friends. yeah you're crazy shout out to um that guy from uh twin peaks oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. what's his name <laughs> the actor of dale
5: oh oh
0: dale the, uh right? jake jill
1: McLaughlin that's nice. Shout out to Kyle okay, McLaughlin. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to all the men. Uh, and this isn't because I have some kind of preference, it's just because, um, the analytics show that not a single woman <laughs> in the world will hear me say this right now. So I'm really just shouting out the audience. No, that's fine. Just, just kidding. kidding. We know those, we know that we know funny. somebody's gonna, we
0: know our just our kidding. S- a woman eventually, a woman, when we blow a woman up, watch/slash listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah and
1: and she's gonna be they're gonna be beautiful, really good once,
0: like once we count they're gonna all be the wonderful women
4: okay good- all right bye bye bye, bye, bye.
2: bye. bye.